Anivar Lothied. Here in the back of the bathhouse. Standing in front of the group of you. With the same lady and her two near feral spawn that you'd seen back in Yonmas from the Encircling Bower when you went to take down Vadrigan. Have the brief introduction. Still seeming unamused with the location and company. Panavar continues. Well? Here I am. What is it you've wanted me for so badly? Uh, anyone? But I, no, I don't really turns around. Anyone? <laughs> oh, come then! You've been end to end of the country, nearabouts, interfering in my affairs. Meddling with my business? Early for some purpose. You can't truly be the blind lapdogs guided simply by patriotism that the princess seems to paint you as. Surely you have more purpose. Or do you just, just blindly follow orders? I'm just gonna kind of raise my hand. Uh, yes. I'm kind of here for the country. That's about it. He shakes his head. Adela kind of rolls her eyes. <sighs> A waste of efforts. Uh, unfortunately, unsurprising. Baylor. It was well then, you've no greater aspiration, no better application for your abilities, your magic, you're the only one of this lot I've heard anything of. And what of you? Your what? aspirations. Much the same as they have been. You left alone, to my own devices. And make sure that no man, woman, child, beast, or force of nature itself comes to bother. Seems many yeah. things caused by you have been bothering others. He just waves his hand. Lives of the peasants and the help around this country are of little concern to me. Their lives of even less consequence. You not see this now, Baylor. I'm just kind of frozen right now. <laughs> he just shakes his head again. How do you not see that the people of this country are the are the wheel that keeps this whole thing moving? Sure, what? you might have money and magic and all that, but you can't. Don't act like they're beneath you. Come on, man. You've been led around by the nose by this soul in your sword, as I now hear. But really, whoever you are, tell me, what 
percentage of the good people of Taldor do you figure have lives of any consequence to anyone outside their own forsaken hamlets? Ten? Every... Five? Less? Everybody deserves a chance at a real life. You don't have to do anything with it. But it's not up to you whether it's worth something or not. And those lives find themselves unburdened by the weights of politics, even morality in most cases. No machinations of this country will affect them. They'll continue to rake their dirt in the errant corners of what this empire once was for eternity. In their pitiful eternal cycle. Irrelevant to the grand scheme. As I wish to be. Irrelevant and gone from the public eye forever, but I keep finding myself needing to tend to messes every time they arise for some reason. This group finds themselves at the center. Well, when you start messing with people's free will, they tend to fight back. As CRN has with yours, and Saren's <laughs> just been silent at this point. He's still. No emotion and no anything coming through from him at all. So you do know, then? I've heard. Mylan, he let me know as much. Fortunately, your attempts against associates of mine that I have any amount of value for haven't led to their demise as well. I'll admit, you did me a favor in Yonmis. Your methods notwithstanding. But still, what is it that you are even after? Nothing. Not a word across the group of you. You don't even know, do you? No. Not particularly, I'm unsure. I know. I just don't think it's any of your business. No. It most certainly is it, and this visit seemingly a waste of time. Baylor, you alone of this rabble seem to possess some aptitude and some value. I will assume somewhere in the begging for his life, Vadrigan and Yonmis would have made you an offer. One that seeing as we are here now, you saw fit to decline, and that I understand. He was a worthless shell of a man who accomplished nothing but interference when given but the smallest amount of lead. Still, though, someone of your particular skills and knowledge would be useful. Everything that you drag yourself through with these louts for seemingly no reason. Surely you understand you could do more than simply follow orders until the end of time. These political games and aspirations are meaningless. Does it truly matter who rules a dying nation? I've already turned down this offer once. Don't make it again. <sighs> a waste is all I may be many things but 
wasteful. We'd like to believe is not one of them. Still, considerate, if you will. And I would hope that whatever your ends here in Zimar, I assume some nonsense about the crown and ousting Pytherius, something, something, fate of the nation, grander schemes you see yourselves pawns in, but pawns still you are. Just know. I do not do this lightly. Any of this. Any of what you think of me, what you may believe, understand, or even know that you could never understand. It's not without reason, and it's not without cause. And it is certainly not without sacrifice. This... This here, I suppose, is one of many sacrifices I just have to make. And he is going to start casting a spell. Uh. Which... I take it that's a roll initiative. <laughs> I assume everyone is not going to stand around a slack job and allow it to happen. Nope. So... Pretty much then yes, this would bring us around to initiative. Now, first of all, I have something neat. Guess what I finally made a map for? It's the, the bathhouse. Bath bath we don't just have to use that brown square anymore. The whole area is revealed because you've lived here for weeks and you know the rooms that you've been in. You know that you have this main northern area here with a depression that goes down about three feet into the old bath and the sewer tunnel at the north end of that where it slants down to be a bit deeper. Now just kind of crowded with boxes and barrels around. A pair of what were uh, once changing rooms south below you and the entryway with a small storage area to its west on the southern end. We finally have a bathhouse map! We did it, ladies and gentlemen. It only took us like eight encounters in the bathhouse before I went and put a map together for one of them. But yeah, go ahead and... uh Roll me some of that initiative. You may not really know what's going on or what you're even doing, but again, I'm going to take the liberty of assuming no one wants to just kind of stand there and let Panavar do magic. We don't know what's going on, but we know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know very much about Panavar to get the general idea of perhaps you shouldn't be allowed to just do things. You don't need to know a lot about spellcasters to be... You know, Ooh, that they shouldn't geez. be allowed to just do things. That was goofy. Hmm. Oh my god. Fair enough. Well. Well, it was nice knowing you all. Good campaign, guys. Ooh. Good campaign. I want you to know I got a 19 on both of their initiatives, and I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm and not you guys have enough. been giving this villain points. Yeah. I Thanks. have so many villain points. So many. So many. Alright, so I suppose like, you could certainly go ahead and see Panavar's name. You know who this is. There's no surprise here. Alright, who between Baylor and Kina has the better thing here? Better of the initiativos. 
I believe if we're going with my D6 counting towards it, we mine was better on that D6 one. Down yeah. counting towards... Okay, so it's where you are. Yeah. We got any good. Oh, yeah, it's actually a toss-up. It changes on a roll-by-roll -roll basis. So, as Panavar encants this spell, all of you who have been standing around, I suppose... The word I'm going to use is slack-jawed, just kind of watching this happen with no real idea of what you should do. Some of you with no real idea of what's even really going on. I have too much idea. Too, or too much idea of what's <laughs> oh, going no. on. Are very much spurred into action by him starting to cast a spell. None of you want that to happen, whatever it may be. And as he moves his hands and weaves this incantation, right as he starts to cast it, everything stops. Huh. Mid-weapon drawing, reaching for spell component pouches, everything stops in the dead silence. Except for Panavar. And he stops forward, er, steps forward, and with another quick incantation and a wave of his hand, brings into life what appears to be a massive, still wall of lava along the western side of the bathhouse behind you. This sacrifice is one of potential, Baylor, and encants another spell. And across from that brings a shimmering, multicolored rainbow wall directly in front of his spawn. And reaches down and starts to take off one of his gloves. Chronomatsy is an art that I have spent my life researching. Taking to heart. With another spell, waves the glove. And a spectral image of it flies out into the air next to Inori. I've dedicated much of my time to plumbing its various secrets. Unlocking immortality itself at a later state and another incantation, throwing out another spectral version of the glove next to Baylor. There's so much I could teach you, and if I've learned anything of magic, it's that there is so much we could teach each other. It flicks it again, forming a third floating hand each of these hands about six feet around massive phantasmal versions of his glove equally frozen in the air around you but alas though it is a shame to see such potential wasted he reaches forward and puts the two uh moves the arms of the two feral vampires to put their hands together and adela's next to him a bored expression froze on her face and grabs all their hands together. One I suppose I have to make. And with a final spell, they disappear. About a moment afterward, everything starts again. Coming back to action in an instant, as you are now caught between this now flowing wall of lava 
and this shimmering, scintillating, multicolored rainbow wall in front of you with a trio of these huge spectral hands floating around preparing to strike. Baylor. And, uh, Hina, you're on deck. I identify these hands. Give me a spellcraft check. Thirty-five. A thirty-five. You would identify these as very similar magic to the ninth-level spell that had come out of the trap in the monastery. Uh, possibly completely identical to the crushing hand that had grabbed the nori. Do I know if they can take attacks of opportunity? Uh, you would know they cannot. They come out with a certain uh, ability, or they come out with a certain command, rather, and they more or less pursue that relentlessly. Uh, they don't have anything. They definitely are not going to be able to take attacks of opportunity. You can see that the one closest to Inori is reaching out exactly as the crushing hand had previously. The run up one above you is clenched into a fist and swinging down, and the one kind of between you, Dara, and Kahina is an open palm swinging back like a slap towards Kahina to the west. I'm going to look at the one that's coming for me. I used this earlier, but I rolled a hard 20, so I get it back. Gonna try to see myself. I Just don't want to like get punched. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to cast. Greater dispel magic. And... Just regular. I used oh, my greater. You used your greater, oh, right. Yes. Regular dispel magic. Well, get to roll twice and take the better result. I hope this works. Good luck, comrade. That is a massive five-foot fist of pure force energy swinging down at you. <clears throat> what we got? 27 was the better of the two. 27 is actually exact, exact lethal with the effort he put into that spell to dismiss the fist as it swings down to you. And as the fist punches through you, it fades, disappearing, uh, almost as a, a phantasm in the blink of an eye, leaving just the two hands remaining. And I am just shaking as I cast this, barely able to get that off in time to stop it. <laughs> So, as you cast this spell, and as everything comes to action here, the wall of lava starts to, as it starts to actually move and roll, put out an enormous amount of heat. It's, it's painful, but not unbearable. Uh, Dara and Baylor, you each just take one point of fire damage, but Kahina, with your proximity to the wall, you take seven. It is now, however, your turn, and Inori's on deck. Uh, 
Alright, so I'm going to use, uh, going to bring my hand down across my singing steel uh, chain shirt to start my performance and uh, with my swift action. And then, so these don't get attacks of opportunity? Uh, Baylor just cast a spell right in front of it was swinging and it, it did not appear to, okay. no. All right, so with that, if it can't come at me, then I am definitely, I'm just gonna start running for here and just be like, everybody get in here. It's, it's time to go. <laughs> and Nori, and then it will be now after the hands. Um. Would I be able to determine mm, it's a force hand, not necessarily would it be weak to um, sonic damage, like like a ghost or maybe make me your own spellcraft check. Okay. Spellcraft. That is a twenty-eight. You would see that while these hands are force entities, they're not a solid rigid structure or anything like a wall of force or like a globe of invulnerability or even like mage armor or a shield spell. Uh, they're more, rather than being one plane, uh, force, force energy is weird, rather than being one solid reinforced plane of nearly impenetrable energy, these are more corporeal and less structured. They're not gonna be explicitly weak to sonic damage or anything really, but you can just attack them and damage them like you could anything else. Like you can hack these apart. Okay, that answers that question then. Uh, okay. I am uh, mm, part of move to draw, so I have to move, but I'm going to move so I can still draw, right? Yeah, if you're gonna take a move action, you can draw. Yeah, it's going to be five foot. That counts, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, like, five foot step, but you still have to take a move action to draw the weapon. You have to take a we, move we, action to get to draw the weapon as part of it. We we walked out of the sewers to him being here. Did any of us put our weapons away? You were out for a bit and talking and oh, stuff were we? before he showed okay. up. Yeah, yeah no, it wasn't like you think... walked out and he was waiting. He teleported in while you guys were just hanging out and talking. Yeah, he did. All right. But I can I can draw and five foot. or it's yes. just one Yeah, foot. no, the drawing itself... You, you can only not five foot if you take a move action that moves you. You can five foot and draw your weapon fine. Alright, I'm going to draw my black blade, who is surprisingly quiet. And I'm Still going to. nothing from him. Yeah, I'm going to attack this thing. We're going to do some spell combat, so I'm going to uh, attack this thing in front of me with some decisive attacks. That's a 30 to hit uh, there. 30 definitely connects. As this hand reaches for you, you draw your sword and just let slashes into the open palm. That is 16, Black Blade. 16 damage. Now, as you strike at the thing, it is still a uh, force sonic. construct. Hey, I should probably get the D6 Sonic, too. It is oh, okay. still a force construct. It's not going to be hacked apart easily, but it can be hacked apart. Three more of the Sonic for that okay. attack. All right, uh, and then my second one. 
Ooh. Nice. Right. Your second one. one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a 11. Natural one. Yeah, Definitely natural missed. one. Yeah, it's going to be nothing. Uh, okay. And then part of the spell combat, I am going to cast Vanish in its face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, and taking the opportunity to just disappear. And uh, five foot back while kind of keeping my other hand on uh, Kahina so she knows I'm there. And uh, as you step back away, the hand wholly undeterred descends on you and snatches out towards you, uh, seemingly completely undistracted by the invisibility. What is your CMD? That's bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure the hand is on don't roll a one status, but... 27 CMD. And as it reaches forward, it does wrap around you just as Amila Jade's trap had. And as it grabs on, it crushes with just as much force. And you take 24 damage as it just, as it just constricts around you. The other hand was here to push Kahina, and push Kahina is what it's going to do. What is your CMD, Kahina? My CMD is not great. It's 23. Okay. Ooh. That seems kind of low. Well, I might have lost my con belt. And I'm, my, uh, and I'm a villain point that out one, so thank you. <laughs> thank you, Storm Ruler 558. Monster! I'm a, I'm a villain point the that one. It was, it's, it's, it's not a one status, so I'm going to villain point the one. I was going to say, if I roll another one and, like, God has spoken. So you said it was 27? 21? 23. 23. I don't know where I'm getting all these numbers from. <laughs> 23! <laughs> Okay, so it moves in, uh, like, uh, as it moves into slap, it kind of lays down flat. It doesn't hit you hard. It doesn't smack you with force, and it doesn't grab you like the other one is to uh, Inori. But what it does is it does sweep you across the floor, pushing you towards the shimmering rainbow wall, uh, moving you 15 feet with a bull rush. No, and Dario on deck. All right, so that didn't break Vanish, did it? It would did not, damage. no. Well, did damage, did it not? Yeah, you have to do, like, an aggressive spell to break Vanish. It grabbing you is not, like, it's going to swing down. I mean, I'm sure you would hear yeah, Inori I, I in know pain. What's happening. Like, but like, she you is, can see, you can tell Inori is there, but, but she is definitely her. still invisible in the fist, yes. Uh... I'm going to take a look around, see we're walled in quite literally. <laughs> try to, try to out-wrestle this hand off of the invisible Inori, because we have to go. <laughs> that would be... Okay. <laughs> okay. And right now you're performing, right? Yes. I got a math. So it doesn't have an explicit CMD, oh, but if 37. it did, if it did, it would just be like 10 higher than its CMD, basically, right? It'd be it probably be, yes. more than that, but it'd be approximately 10 higher than its CMD. Or CMB. Okay. Yeah, because it doesn't have a, It actually specifies it doesn't have a dex modifier. 
Okay. So then exactly 30... ten higher. Then exactly ten higher. Thirty-seven. You uh -huh. reach out and with all of the strength you can muster, which is an eleventh level fighter, is a lot. <laughs> cannot even get an inch of budge out of a single finger of the fist currently clenching Inori. Uh, the strength of this force construct, this pure being of magic, is completely inconceivable. And uh, without a net 20, <laughs> that thing isn't budging. Anything else? Don't, don't tempt me. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Bailer, you're on deck. You can uh, feel the, the heat of this wall of lava behind you, but it's not a damage. It did a point of damage. It's unpleasant and painful, but not immediately lethal. So I see this uh, hand. I'm gonna five foot step. I see this hand sweep by and almost like just. It seems like it's almost carrying Kahina away, because it just is. Uh, this whole round has kind of just swooped in and kind of grabbed Kahina. And for a split second, I, I panic, thinking that it's she's just like it's just going to like a vulture just take off and leave. And as it is, uh, as it passes by, I just try and, although it looks kind of uh, like I wouldn't be able to shoot it, I'm just going to try and just panic for response. <laughs> shoot it. <laughs> so you got four shots now, right? Yeah. So you lose the salvo from Dignity's Bard in his sweeping hand. Just, oh, gosh. Oh, no. oh my oh, gosh. Oh, no. That's the, the oh, back end. The, the backswing. Wow. Oh, the backswing. Um. Ah. Okay. Well, that's. Not one, not one, not really two. <laughs> 12. Holy crap. Well, wow. Wow. Okay. The pendulum you, swings back the other way. Well, do you want to do any rerolls or do we go with that? Um. Uh, well, I guess. Well, we good news. Optimistic Weasel just gave you a hero point. Wow. He felt he felt <laughs> bad for those T20s that just showed oh, up. So bad. Oh man, those are not good. Okay, so I may I may uh, I may reroll the uh, second one. Alright, so we rolled a second shot, the one that only has a, the or your second rapid shot. It's a full bab even. Yeah. Okay, so if you want to just click the whole macro, you can use the second one. Okay. What's your uh, daily crit number today? Like seven? Yeah, I think it's seven. Okay. Um, rapid shot. Plus three. Well, That's the better. second one's a 31, so it's better. So it's 32 and 31. So Again. the 32 and the 31 will both connect with this force being. Uh, the other two just barely glancing along as it sweeps surprisingly fast across the floor pushing Kahina along. Uh, so give me the damage on two of them. And you are in range to get the D6s of Sonic. Okay. So the first one hits for 18. Second one hits for 20. Good damage rolls. And then, um, and then six Sonic damage. But just like Inori, you can see that these are still force constructs. They're still quite powerful. Uh, it will. They can be battered away and chipped apart, but it will take a lot of effort as just tiny cracks on the back of this hand start to appear through its translucent image. So, Baylor, as we get to you, 
You and Dara take another three damage from the heat of the wall of lava behind you. But you and Kenny are on deck. I am going to jump down into the pit and get away from some of this heat. And look at the one grasping Anori. Try to get rid of it like I did the last one. Oh, man. This is the high CR one. The high CL one. Good luck, I believe. You would know from your spellcraft check that the one grasping Inori is a significantly higher level spell than the one pushing Kahina along. And will be much harder to dispel. I will give you that because you did spellcraft specifically the hand casts. I also know it's killing her a lot faster than there. anything's happening. Alright. Believe. Rolling it. Oh, there was. That went on an adventure. That went on an adventure. Went through 18, but didn't stop there. So. I'm I, pulling one of the session rerolls. Alright. Grab a session reroll for this. Four on the die. You can do better. No, oh, can't. Oh, no. I can't. You try. You try, but this time you do not have quite the success you'd had in dispelling the previous two hands, and this one just shrugs off your weaker magic. Holy and after unfazed. I fail, I'm going to start moving backward and get that cast back. Does and then call out to uh, Kahina, get to the middle of the room. So as he starts to rewind and kind of twitch back through time, as you've seen him do so many times before, Kahina, ignore your on deck. And this hand is just pushing you along. It's not grabbing you or anything. It's just sweeping you across the room. All right. So with that and hearing Baylor and I don't want to touch this rainbow wall. I you do not want to touch the rainbow wall. I do not <laughs> want to touch the rainbow wall. So I am going to uh, heed Baylor's warning and I'm going to jump down in here and I'm going to look around and I'll be like, Kados, are you here? Like help would be great now if you could eat one of these things. Um, and I'm gonna cast at the one that was pushing me. So as I'm doing my, um, as I'm performing, I hit that one, that one note here. And then I'm gonna hit that one note and quarter shard. And with the Court of Shards blasting out from you, uh, the thing just takes 2d6 damage. It makes no attempt to avoid it whatsoever. Uh, it's not even capable of making a reflex save. I will take six more damage from your own almost force effect pushing through it 
Inori! I know you're on deck. When you're grappled, you can still attack, right? At a minus something? Uh, it is at a minus two, functionally. Yeah, you can still. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Can't use two hands, so you can't do any spell combat. That's not good. Okay, well, instead of attacking, I'm going to try to do a spell then. Fair enough. Thanks for saying that, because yeah. I was definitely setting up some combat. Um, all right. Yeah, you just can't do anything. It takes both hands. It's also incredibly difficult to cast while it's grappled. It's ridiculously difficult to cast while grappled. I mean, you are a mad, you are a magus. Yeah. So, but let me let me go ahead and give you the give you some numbers, and we'll give you some math real quick because he's right. got some pretty high ends. Uh, you need to make a concentration check of ten plus the spell level. Plus the hands to CMB. <laughs> it's gonna be in the 50s. But, uh. <laughs> really? Well, 40s. It depends on the level of spell you cast, I guess. Uh. I gotta try it. Uh, it's gonna be a level 3 spell. DC 44. Okay. Actually, it, it, mm, it's metagame, never mind. What do we got? It is. The concentration is low, probably a 20. Yeah, 20, only really three. That ain't gonna be good enough. Uh, yeah, three on the die. Definitely not gonna get any kind of magic out. You attempt to summon up some of your power but you can neither move enough to enact the somatic components nor can you even get enough breath to encant the spell properly and you feel like it is all but impossible for you to call upon any of your magic but doing that would probably drop my invisibility i would think uh if, yeah it would it, you would stop being invisible if that was something that was hostile yes but you yeah. would appear inside the hand Darn it. I don't think I could do anything else. I mean... Yeah. Well, the hand... is just going to continue to crush you. And you are going to take another 20 damage as it just keeps constricting. But it doesn't... It doesn't ever take any advantage of its position. It's not like pinning you or anything. It's just continuing to crush... Uh, continuing to actually just squeeze the life out of you slowly while there is almost nothing you can do about it. The second hand is going to slide up to Kahina again and continue trying to push her. 23, you said? Yes. I'm gonna hit this one. You are gonna hit the wall. And as this thing sweeps you again, it pushes you into the wall. Now, the rainbow wall is solid, though it looks almost just like a bubble you would blow with those, like, little dollar store wands. As you touch it, you are overwhelmed with a whole 
variety of experiences. Uh, all kinds of feelings. You know, every one of your senses is completely overwhelmed. You are hallucinating. You hear strange, deafening, otherworldly music. You can taste something foul Colors. yet somehow sweet. Make a bad trip, man. Make a reflex save. Okay. 26. You take 10 fire damage. Make a reflex save. Nineteen. You take forty acid damage. Make a reflex save. Thirteen. You take eighty electricity damage. Make a fortitude save. I know you're unconscious. Eighteen. You die. Make a fortitude save. 23. You are not petrified. Make a will save. Oops. Sorry. That was a <laughs> It did change again. 22. We'll see the effects of that one later. She's rolling fire, though. Yeah. And finally... Make a will save. Do you want to use a hero point? Yes. Oh no. I have one. I have a hero we point. We have one set to reroll still too. Well, yeah. I was given a I was given a hero point last week, so I'm gonna use that. Oh. Okay, we're gonna go back to the twenty. We're gonna take the first one. Do you want to use two uses of inspiration on that? Yes. So that's a d6. Yep. So you can wear a 20 right now. Oh, oh yes! Five. Okay! Thank oh. you! Oh, I didn't want that to oh. happen! Okay, <laughs> I was like, oh no! You do not get teleported to another dimension. Alright. So. Teleport a dead body to another dimension? <laughs> yes. Jesus. You do not want to touch the rainbow wall! So. As you are slid into this wall, the rest of you would see the shimmering rainbow colors of the wall cover her. Uh, her, her skin, her hair, her clothes would all flash with an entire spectrum of colors as you'd see sparks and jolts of electricity fly off of her body as bits of her outfit were burned away. You see her immediately, her eyes roll back at her head as she loses consciousness and just slumps onto the ground. You have no idea what happened, but uh, it was not good. No. Sorry, you're on deck. Well, Didn't teleport to another dimension. We're good. We're good. Upon seeing the absolute light show. Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, I have to leave my current situation and go do what I can for this. So I'm going to drop what I'm technically doing with the, the floating glove, and I am going to sprint over to Argentea and just slap those gloves down in breath of life. The biggest thing I can get out of these. Yep. You expend all of the sapphires in one hand of these gloves to immediately shoot the... You're you're not... Magic's not your thing either, really. I'm just just like, slap! You see that happen. (laughs) You see her go down, and you just put as much power as you possibly can. You're not good at this. You have time to focus on moderation. So a breath of life to her... What is actually the caster level on these gloves? It's going to be 5d8 5 5 plus... 5d8 plus 7... 9. 5d8 plus 9. Yeah, 9. 34. You're going to get 34 health back. And with that, Kahina in her Argentea disguise is going to wake up still <gasps> completely overwhelmed with... All of this complete sensory overload. That'd be like the um, craziest feeling ever. Just everything. And you do take one con damage. The secondary effect of the poison that instantly kills you is you take one con damage. <laughs> but I guess we're in exactly this situation, actually. Dara. Bello, you're on deck. So. I can feel the heat behind me, but I can barely notice. I barely notice it. It's even though it's actually start is actually starting to burn me. I can just barely feel it with everything that's happening. Uh, and I track the hand across the room and try. I saw it chip just slightly um, when I shot it last time, and I'm going to try and shoot it again. And Same do- one. Well, we can. So this is the the pushing one. The pushing one. After you just saw what happened. Whew, the pushing guess, one's definitely the worst hand here. I guess Kahina is no longer singing. <laughs> Not at the moment, I have, no. li- ah. I have lingering performance. She does so have lingering performance. Have oh, you actually okay. do still the benefit, right. So I do cool. have plus three to all of these. Uh, okay. One's a... Maybe crypto burn. Uh, the force hands cannot be crits. They don't have any kind okay. of vitals or anything. Okay, so um, it would just be maybe a 21 and a 37. Uh, 21 and 37 are both absolutely going to hit for sure. I guess it would be a 24 boot with the plus three. 24 and I mean, 40. 24 and 40 yeah. hit just as much as the 21 and okay. 37 yeah, 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 It's yeah, not yeah, particularly yeah, yeah. hard to hit the five foot across giant floating hand that is single-mindedly doing one thing and making no effort to avoid you. It's not particularly difficult. But 12 doesn't right. quite do it. So it's a 20 damage and 18 damage and then two... Who six? Uh, with seven damage. So now you really start to see cracks racking through the pushing hand as they are no longer just surface-level scars, they are running through the uh, back to front, the whole length of the thing. It's beginning to shatter and crack. And still 
behind you, the lava burns, but Dar, you only take one more fire damage. It's not doing this that much. This rolling wall of lava is molten. It's moving and flowing, but it's not leaving this formation it's been put into. It's just very slowly kind of bubbling and swirling and beginning to catch bits of crate and piles of refuse around nearby it. Baylor, Nori, you're on deck because you got put two right before the hands. Time to try an alternative method of dispelling this. Ooh. I'm interested okay. in alternative methods of dispelling. Ooh, I'm interested in melee range. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very interested in this. Going to step up to it and pull out a dragon scale. Oh no. And just blast it with acid flying out of my mouth. That uh... <laughs> dispel magic. And as you let loose this stream of acid, you would see any bits of this magic, of this spell that fly past the hand and connect with the rainbow iridescent wall behind it immediately vanish. Uh, they don't dissolve, they don't evaporate, they don't sizzle away, they simply cease to exist as they touch this wall. And as they, as they do, bits, uh, the bits where it touched the wall glows a deep indigo for a moment as it absorbs the magic. And the hand takes 30 damage. And this burns away uh, a portion of the back of the hand, flowing through where these cross repeated crossbow bolts have started to blast and chip part of it apart. Is that it for you, Miller? And then just yell out at everybody to get this one, because that did not do as much as I was hoping. <laughs> Inori, Kina, you're on deck. Uh, I guess it's another question. It, uh, being that I can spell strike and cast touch spells through my sword on attacks, is that considered... It is still casting with the same concentration. Because you still have to cast the whole spell, you just deliver it through your sword instead of through your hand. It's uh, The spell is no easier to cast. In fact, generally the opposite. But what, what you could do... A... Okay. Is you have like as a magus, you can take penalties to your attack roll to add it to your concentration check. Yeah. So what you could do, I guess, is try a spell strike and like a minus twenty penalty to take plus twenty to your concentration check. Because that's a, that's a magus thing, right? You can do that. Uh, th th there's yeah. hard limits on how much you can do it. Yeah. Oh, I there I are. Really okay. I just knew that was mod. a thing. I didn't know there was a limit on it. So then, yeah, I guess not. Yeah, it's All pretty right, hard to cast when you're grappled. Secondary question then. What if the spell that I'm casting is a swift action to do on an, a successful hit? Does the swift action have a concentration check, Manchow? I think it still does. I think it still does. Like that it doesn't sucks. provoke, but I don't think it. Yeah, they don't provoke, but I'm pretty sure you still have to have the concentration check to cast it. Okay. Well, clearly, I need to grapple Inori more. This hasn't yeah, been a problem for her. The ultimate weakness for me. I never knew grapple. The ultimate was weakness so bad. for most people. It turns out being Not grappled me. is usually <laughs> awful. You. I am going to uh, swiftly enhance Ciaran with my own magical being. Uh, orange, orange glow around the blade with a little bit of ice as well. 
And okay. then he's gonna lend me some assistance because I'm going to beg him to help me, please. You still, <laughs> you still don't feel anything. But Nothing. as you pump your magic into the blade, you with your own power can force forth Siarin's energy. So okay. although he seems to be wholly checked out at the moment, you can draw forth his power. And I'm going to. It just feels try like to... you're just wielding a regular magic sword. Like it's not even. Oh boy. Even have a spirit or anything in it. What a time. Lingering performance plus that. Mm -hmm. Good. And then minus two being grappled. Minus two for grappled. And I'm gonna stab down in this thing. Huzzah! Rest one arm free. Oh, 24. And stab your sword down into the fingers, trying to chip away at this. That hits. Alright. Uh, 20 damage. 20 damage. And I'm within 30 feet, so you oh, still yep, get the sealed. Sonic. Alright, one, one d6. I just one d6. You just roll all your attacks, then do all the Sonic at the end. Okay. Oh, I just That's did fine, there. too. Alright, cool. Six more damage. Alright. As you start to just kind of, like a, like a really oversized, awkward ice pick, just trying to chip away at these fingers to make some kind of at least breathing space here. Yeah, a little bit. Jeez. So clingy. You still get your second. You can still full attack too. Yeah, stops I'm, you from. Why it's. Okay, I was just I didn't know if you yeah, thought yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm just putting it in. And it's giving me static right now. Roll twenty, doing roll twenty stuff. Of course. Can you just roll a d twenty? Oh, there it goes. Okay. Ah, twenty one. It's two. Sweet. Again, it's not. It's not difficult to hit it. That's not the challenge. Ooh, 24 damage. That's a good hit. And then elements. Another seven. So you now also started to splinter the hand that is grasping onto and Nori as it starts to lose a large amount of this the top index finger as she just plows through it like it was made of stone, breaking away bit by bit and sending these cracks racing throughout the rest of the hand like it was glass. Kahina, you awaken, still completely overwhelmed, but conscious. On the floor now, on fire, but cold at the same time. You feel numbed inside somehow. You've seen flashes of, of crazy otherworldly scenes. You're not even really positive where you are, probably. But you only have a second to take that all in for you realize. You are against the spooky rainbow wall. A big pushy hand is here. Doing nope. big pushy hand things. So much nope. So so much so I'm prone. How fast can I crawl? It's five feet per move action. You probably want to stand up. Stand up and then move. Okay. We're going to do that then. We're going to stand up. And then we're going to... Go that way! Lava wall looks a lot more promising than burns versus yes. So we're gonna go. We're going. We're going this way. Right, so you you just take off, and get up as far as you nope, can. No, 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 no. And just flee nope. around the hand as it uh 
as it finishes what it was doing and starts to kind of pivot under and turn around on itself. Taking 30 feet, 35 with your standard, right? You, you pick up, you, you got your glaive, yeah. so you get another five feet out, out of that. Well, do you want to get closer to the lava wall? Or are you good there? Yeah, sure, why not? Don't care. One of oh. these is much more dangerous <laughs> than the One other. That's true. What? One of them petrifies no. you, no. kills you instantly, no. and then teleports your dead statue body to another dimension. One of them just hurts, hurts a lot. And with that, as she scrambles out of the way, the hand continues to crush Anori in its grip. Uh, but as you pick away at it, it's seeming to lose its ability to maintain a hold on you. You only take 15 damage. And as the second hand flips under itself and turns around, Valor, what's your CMD? I think like 19 or so. Alrighty. It is 19. It is 19. It beats you by 15, so it's gonna push you 5, 10, 15, 20 feet oh, as it no. just pushes you away and sweeps you back across the room along with Ka At the same speed Kaina is running, you just get nearly picked up and swept across the room by this thing as it shoves you back towards the slowly rolling lava. Now, there you on deck. Oh, uh, can you make another fortitude saving against the poison? Thirteen. You lose one more con. It's really the the back the back end of it's really not that bad. It's just mildly annoying. No. Yeah. I'm gonna look around for just a second. Ask anyone and everyone what in Shalin is going on. <laughs> Rainbow Wall! That's incredibly sailing. Run back over here, and now that I'm now that I can see what I'm doing, and I'm behind the hand, I'm gonna roll a hard twenty and pull it off. Do um, it. Are uh, you sure about that? No, that's a twelve. And there is a two in there. Uh, you still, without drawing your sword or any, without drawing your weapons at all, you're like, what yeah, the that. hell is like, going on? Going Run on? over and seeing the damage the finger, the hand's trying to take, you just try your best to start prying it off Venori, of trying to get her loose. Dara, Valeria on deck. Kill this thing! So my um, confidence to hit this is going up. I five foot step over to Anori, near Anori. Um, I'm going to try and finish off the one next to that's pushing Baylor. The one that is currently sweeping your wizard towards a literal wall of lava. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's the one that I'm aiming for at the moment. Baylor, you think you could take a 20d6 hit? I mean, if they all roll that up. could be 20 damage. <laughs> it could be 20 damage. <laughs> Would you like to take a test on the lava wall? <laughs> Okay, so uh, this time we're doing Deadly Aims. Ooh, that's better. So 19, 25, 20 with touch AC, or with the AC, um, and then 23. So with this salvo here, as you turn around, the first bolt goes wide, but the next three all find their home. And again, the back of this hand as it pushes Baylor towards the melting wall of super death. Okay, so um, first one does 14. 
18, 15, and then uh, oh. 3d6, oh. 8. 8 damage, and with that, the hand oh, finally <laughs> shatters. Uh, shatters into a thousand pieces, and then fades away like a phantasm, just as the one Baylor had dispelled, as he probably stumbles to stay on his feet, getting pushed at almost the same speed he can run across the room. But, Baylor, you are now up. Inori, you're on deck. And Baylor and Kahina now are each going to take two fire damage from the lava wall's searing heat. Alright. Gonna feel that fire. Well, channel that fire and start shooting some fire. Okay. You are typically a huge fan of shooting some fire. What kind of fire? Scorching rays, obviously. Oh, obviously, scorching ray fire, of course. There's a few beams spring forth from your hand. So that's gonna be a 19 on the first one against its touch, if that matters. Actually, doesn't like have different ACs, so I don't know that it does. Yeah, this is a weird thing. So it is a very strange uh, thing. Twenty-four on the second one, and we're level eleven now. Really? Oh, it does. It does definitely oh. have a touch AC. It's kind of like an unlisted sort of thing, uh, but it does. So I have the calculation 19, of how its AC comes from. So with nineteen, twenty-four. 17. All of those will hit its touch AC of 9. 8. All right. large. <laughs> okay, Wait, yeah, 9. Because it. it says it's AC 20, but then says where it comes from. Oh, I see some 6s. Oh, 18 oh on the first one. 18 fire damage. 14 on the second one. 14 fire damage. And 13 on the third. Got consistently more disappointing as they went along. Uh, but as these three things, these bursts of fire strike, you feel like while it would be fundamentally impossible to really... Yeah, I'll move them over a yeah. little bit just so you can <laughs> see. Just so everyone can see you'd feel it'd be fundamentally impossible to set this thing on fire with conventional means, the magic seems to linger a bit on this. Still burning away a bit around Inori as it continues crushing her. And it is now your turn. You know, well, then I'm also going to move oh. further away from yeah. the wall. So, I mean, it helped just, me. Yeah. Get, get away from it. the heat. Thank you for the heat. Bye. Stop <laughs> being hot. Uh, is Kahina performing again, or did that You're lingering? still lingering. It's lingering. I think there's like three rounds, isn't it? This should be the last turn of linger, oh, I believe. Yeah. Lingering lasts a while, actually. Sweet. I'm going to continue ice picking this thing. Keep digging a hole. Okay, and attack. Stab it. Uh, the 36. That's the only thing it could have rolled. Right. Definitely connects. All right, and... Do you want to just roll both your attack rolls first and then just roll all the damage afterward? Okay. That's probably a little bit of a faster way to do it. For dice rolling speed purposes. Oop. Speed. 
That would be too lower, actually, but still 30. Still definitely going to connect. Yeah, again, hitting it, not the challenging part. Okay, damage time. You are outside of Sonic range, but uh, you okay. do still get the attack bonus, or the damage bonus. Ooh, uh, 17 Black Blade on the first one. Okay. Still get my ice. There's some five more ice. Okay. And then the second hit. Second hit. 21 Black Blade. And he can't. He can't keep getting away with it. Okay. Four ice. And this hand is now crumbling, a, a barely with enough structure to maintain its grip on you and to keep rushing. Falling apart at the seams, Kahina. He so muted. Close. Sorry, I had a coughing fit. Okay. Um, still just mind blown just fire death one way rainbow death another just over here and just huddle up and just like hold my head and just try to mutter the words enough so that i can cast cure moderate wounds on myself. you have the worst trip of all time i'm i'm tripping so so badly in fact it's not even cure moderate wounds it is Definitely cure serious wounds. Alright, and you I'm, in the corner here managed to I'm heal just, yourself. Nope. 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 Okay. Getting twenty-three health back as you try just try to regain any semblance of your bearings. Nori still trapped in the hand. Takes another twenty points of damage. If it doesn't come off of her this round, it doesn't look like she can hold on much longer. Nell, Dari Rundek. I have not had any success with this. You have not, though. It's that rare circumstance where I'm not going to be defending myself. I'm going as offensive as I can be. I will draw my crappy sword. It's not Koreana's, and I will take a swing at this phantasm. All right. Let's see it. Let's see Nell bring out the paddle. Did, does he still have magic weapon on that it gave him? I don't remember how long ago that was. That's a 34. The other two don't matter. Yeah, 34. You don't need magic weapon on a hit. It's not like you can't hit it with a non-magical weapon. Hey, uh, but it does extra damage. True. A 34 will definitely connect. 34 hits the hand. For 14 damage. Nell. What do you do? All right. So I've been running back and forth trying to save people in this fight. I tried to grab it. I jumped across the room. I jumped back. I just say screw it and smash the flat of my sword down across this thing because it looks like it's been cracking and breaking and i smash the flat of my sword down across it and just ethereal bits of it shatter across across the floor across both of us and definitely down across our friend here in ori and this this as this hand shatters and disappears just as the two had before it it drops Inori down onto the ground uh, 
I'd imagine in, in astounding pain, barely conscious, uh, probably just falls flat on the ground. I'll, I'll catch her before she actually falls to the ground. Oh, su swooning success. <laughs> <laughs> Dara catches Inori. It, it pulls me slightly off kilter a bit, and I stumble a little bit to the side catching her, but I do manage to stay upright. In his trained, rugged soldier <laughs> arms. His eight strength arms. His eight strength soldier arms. <laughs> As he barely manages to just not fall over on top of her and make everything worse. The wall's right there. It's supporting him. <laughs> and you are left with just this smoldering wall of lava still making the room uncomfortably hot and the shimmering prismatic field on the other side. With no other active threats. Ah, uh, what the hell? That's what I was asking. <coughs> and we make it so that the, uh, the house does not catch fire. Can you? I don't the know. The building is largely stone. Although you can see that the insides of the wall and the ceiling right above the wall of lava are, are actually starting to like, melt and run slowly along with the wall of lava. Uh, pooling a bit onto the floor in a hot I mess. will try a dispel magic because I reversed time and got that one back that I used last. Okay. Which, are you trying to smell the, the lava wall on account of the yes. flaming? Alright. Your dispel check, comrade. 24. Uh, let me double check. 24 is... going to be a no. 24 is not going to be enough to dispel that wall. I will reverse time and get that back. <laughs> and if anybody's got anything else to do in a round, <laughs> uh, make I sure Nori's not dying from a crushed uh, rib. Stagger over and just like fall on Nori. Speaking of staggering over, I'm gonna need a fortitude save from you as well. Yeah, figured. That is also a thing that is coming. Fall on me. I think I got a broken rib. Oh, think. I think we're both. I think we're both. You two got the bad ends broken. of that. You, you, well, fortunately, Baylor dispelled his hand. It just could have gone significantly worse. Okay. Uh, so 21 with that fortitude. All right. Con damage. The gift that keeps on giving. Um, so is that another one? Be another point of con damage. Does anyone have anything they could do to help Kahina with this poison as she struggles? I mean, over? I, I mean, it's can not help even... myself. Yeah, I can, uh, I can just roll a heal check. I think... Do we have an anti-plague? With the, where that? she's at, just roll me three more d20s, because I think with where your fort saves at, you actually just need a nat 20. So we'll see if... Roll me three d20s, and we'll just okay. assume that they, uh, like, Nell tries to help you. Well, uh, Baylor, Darn, and Nori are together. And you we'll want me to roll them? They, I just wanted to see what they came out as. So we'll say, 
You take two more ticks of it. We'll go ahead and say the treatment man just to make the 18 succeed. Okay. You take two more con damage over the next 15 seconds or so as this finally runs its course, the lingering effects of this rainbow wall. And I would try again on the lava. Yep. On the next round. Only a 21. Still mm -hmm. not doing it. Still be unable to dispel it. Is that the trying. exit on the other side of the lava? Or is there no other? The exit's on the other side of the rainbow. Oh, well, they're not going that way, I don't <laughs> think. And burning through all my temporal pool. That's fine. I hardly ever use it. Stop the house from burning down. 24. Not going to do it. And Valor just keeps casting his spell and pulling him back through time. It's like when he dispelled the elephant. It's the same thing. He casts <laughs> it, pulls himself back through time, and casts it and pulls himself back through time. And you can tell he's getting more and more fatigued each attempt he puts it Finally! That'll then, do it. With a 19 on the die. <laughs> he does finally manage to dispel the wall of lava. And as that disappears from the room, leaving scorched marks and indentations in the wall, floor, and ceiling where the heat had melted the stone of the building and charred that which was underneath. With only maybe a minute to burn, it didn't do any major severe damage because of the magic that was holding it in place. Like, if you dumped that much lava in this building, you'd have a huge hole on your floor. But it was, like, magically suspended. It's not like it, was, it wasn't flowing anywhere. It was staying put. Although, noticeably, it would have melted probably about six inches down into the floor, leaving a big rut now across the western side of the bathhouse. I'm going to take five in the bath down here, you guys. Can I get a couple shots of that wand we got? I heard everywhere. Not even going to, like, worry with a wand and just reach out to Anori. I'm, like, sobbing. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just so, so tired. Confused so and tired. awful and confused. I just reach out. Ooh, that's a good one. There's a 29 with the biggest magic she can muster. That doesn't show up on this little window. Oh, well. And that will at least dull the pain. And I can do um, uh, this as well. And as she starts to get her focus together, she starts to perform and moves mm. to a new. Is it a new masterpiece? That's neat. That is. This is that, a song. Of that's Joe just a spell, it. isn't it? It's a spell. Oh, it's just a spell. The spell that adds on to, to performing. So I'm just sitting here, like, mumbling, and as my performance just. And then just start healing. We heal That's while a, you perform? That you, you would. As she performs, you would start healing. It's very slow, but you would feel your pain start to dull. Uh, you would feel your innards start to rearrange themselves correctly, Inori. <laughs> Dara and Baylor, you'd feel the burns. The not severe, but the mild burns just from the ambient heat of the lava wall. 
start uh, start to fade away as well as your skin just heals itself. And uh, how many... This, this actually, I guess, would matter Sorry. how long you perform this for, because it's two per round. It's slow, but... And who well, you're using it on, specifically. Yeah, just me and Inori. Because we're the only one. Me and Inori and, I guess, Dara. Because uh, so I can so, uh, do three. Not Valor. Valor's sitting in the pool, trying to remember what timeline he's a part of right now. <laughs> um, so all, Hopefully all one where Panapar doesn't exist. All creatures affected by this spell heal 1d8 points of damage plus one per caster level, minimum 15. And then the two for a round. Yeah, that's that's at the end. So it's like, it's how, how long are you... Because as long as you're performing the heal for two, when you stop performing the heal for yeah. d8 plus 11. Yeah. Well, I've got like 30 Just rounds of performance Sing left. until you I feel better. Go. Sing yeah, until you much. feel better. She's Mentally, singing while she's tears running down her. Mentally, <laughs> I'm not going to be better for a long time. So let's just say you perform for, I don't know, like... 15 rounds or so would be when you personally would at least physically start to uh, really feel like you're better. Mentally, question, you still have five con damage, but you would physically feel your actual injuries and whatever that wall had done to you with the fire and the lightning and the acid uh, done with after 15 rounds of performance. And would you keep going or would you stop it then? Um, I'd probably look and check and see if Anori needs more. He'd look better. <laughs> Markedly better. So, just like... Just enjoying the song. <laughs> yeah. enjoying we're, both, we're both just laying against each other, get, like, <laughs> uh, against the wall, just... Uh, no, no. We got, we're holding hands and just... <laughs> Ten more rounds and Anori would also be in, a, in top fighting condition. Yeah. As would Dara, just of an ambient effect of being nearest to this. So you take, I guess it's, this is some time to recover your thoughts, your bodies. You lay here for minutes as, what are Dara and Nell? What are you two doing? As Anori and Kena basically lay on the floor as Kena kind of sings to herself. And <laughs> Baylor's face down in the, in the empty pool. Trying to realign himself with reality. I think I'd be doing a little bit of that too. I'm just kind of sitting there wondering what in the hell we're going to do about that. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty quiet and con uh, contemplating. Uh, just, just fairly quiet for the moment. It would lay there for some time. I don't know, at least a couple minutes. While Kahina's quiet song did its work and everyone just kind of came to grips with what was happening. And what? It was the first to. Well, if, if, well actually. While you're sitting there, as this as this healing finishes up, Inori will hear a voice. Obviously, of course, now it's iron in your head.
Well. That's all you got? Well? Froze on me, man. I... That was... Not expecting that one, girl. You think I was? I was enjoying the Chellish Red. I wasted that whole bottle when that thing stopped. I can't believe he just showed up on us like that. Me either. I've... I don't know. I've been looking for him for... What? Couple... Decades? Couple centuries? I don't even know anymore. I guess didn't really have a lot of a plan for finding him. <laughs> this is kind of it's kind of funny actually. It's one of the first things you and I uh got in common there. I never really had a plan for when I found Jareth either. Well I guess if nothing else we can see a bit more eye to eye in this. Yeah, until he comes back and finishes the job. I'm not quite sure what he was going for. Me stuck in this sword and the dumbass he is, the kind of magic he still manages to get a hold of. He could have ended that right there if he cared. Not really understand his intention I gotta admit they wanted it's dead why leave that's like that's the stuff you read about in those crappy thriller novels like that's that's a joke people don't actually do that maybe he underestimated us and thought well, maybe that that this is of us. just a message hmm like a warning, back off kind of deal. I don't know, girl, but I don't have a better idea. It's clear as daylight. If you wanted to kill the group of us, he could have with a flick of the wrist. Yeah, I've never encountered anyone that powerful. I could almost sense his magics. There were so many of them. I, I warned you when we were coming down here about how strong Jareth was going to be. Yeah. About how difficult that would... I mean, you know what happened to your dad and all, but Panavar? Panavar's what did this to me. Yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do next. Well... You know, for once... Not horribly opposed to a change of focus, so to speak. He came down here to find Jareth and find Panavar and hopefully find some way back to the Psychotrax, but I don't know if that's really our best interest right now. Assume we did figure out where Panavar's been doing his work, where he keeps this thing. What are we going to do? Kick in the door and die? Or worse? 
Well, it's not like we can just let it go. We're just going to stop. We're going to go home. Well, uh, no, probably. What do you think, girl? We fight that? He teleported in here, cast one spell, and damn near killed everybody. Imagine if he was trying. I, I don't know, all right? All I know is we can't quit. That's the one thing I know. I can't stop. Look, I've spent hundreds of years trying to chase down Panavar, trying to shut down the source of his power. But... Even I gotta know when to call it quits, girl. We're Is not... Is really that cold? I mean, you're his brother, and he just fluffed it off like nothing. Well, it's been a couple hundred years since we spoke, too, I guess. Still. Like, I don't know what you want to do. If you still got this margin, like the hero's flaming sword ablaze, the save the princess fantasy going on in your head... And Zemar hasn't taken that away. I don't know what will. This is... This was... A dumb as hell idea. Look. I know what you're thinking, and I probably know about what you gotta say. But why don't we focus on what we assumedly came here for? What we spent those months in a hole under a par of training for? Yeah. We got everything we need. Why don't you have your wizard friend get a hold of Zalar? Get the hell out of Zemar and all that a win. What about Jareth? What about him? How you many times? My dad, CR, and I can't let that go. You're gonna have to. How many times have we tried? All we've done now is piss off his dad. Panavar comes in here, lays down the law, and leaves like he's bored. We can't handle this, Inori. We just can't. can't. I can't. I can't do it. If I have to die trying, that's... That's the only decision I can live with, I guess. He doesn't respond any further after that. Go back to listening to Kahina's remaining song. I don't even know if it's still really a performance anymore, so much as it is like sobbing in the sobbing, yeah. humming, <laughs> holding her head, trying to re-process whatever happened with that wall. And I guess it's probably pretty clear to everyone that that might be. Little beyond you guys. Just, just this much, <laughs> right there, right there. Less guys, beyond us than he thought. 
You guys Day hear one. a uh, knock at the door of the bathhouse with a code word that you would have set up with your followers while they were securing the place. It's gonna be as somebody has to go answer that. That's in some shape to do it. I'm just gonna eyeball Nell. Like <laughs> nobody can get to the door, can they? Oh, there is a shimmering rainbow wall preventing you from getting out. And you would hear again, and the code word, not like yelled, but a little louder through the crack of the door. Can open the door, but we cannot get to it. And try not to walk in too far. Is you do you leave the door barred when you're not here? Because I assumed the door was barred. Can you just yeah, open it? Yeah, we probably would have left it barred. Uh, Other it's than barred, never mind. I'll <laughs> open the door. <laughs> Other than Kahina teleporting onto the other side, there's not a lot we can do at the moment can... to get to the door. Can I? <laughs> can a spectral hand move the bar from the door? That thing, no. Yeah, well, well it's, it's more about spectrals. it's more about from the inside. It's more about can Mage Hand reach it from here? Mm -hmm. You need line of effect and uh... Uh, so does does the bar weigh five pounds or more? <laughs> probably, it's probably not. No, it's like a painted wooden beam. I don't imagine if it if it. You know what? I'm gonna say you can you can mage hand it off the door from here. I don't okay. know if legally you should be able to, but I don't feel like the painted wood beam that's on there would be beyond what a mage hand could lift from here. And I'm not a hundred percent positive if mage hand needs line of effect, but I that's the thing I'm actually really stuck on. I think it does, because you have to be able to point at the object. I think this is on the other side of a wall for me in the in the entryway. You can't can't target. Even it if you could hand. see it through the wall, you can't doesn't... see it through the wall. Oh, because uh, let me bring us back over to the actual bathhouse here. The door would be would be down here in the southeastern corner. Well, actually, I guess if you want to get real close, you could come up here nope. against the wall. Nope. And see the nope. door from there. But I'm going to take the liberty of assuming that's no one probably wants to. a risk nobody, especially Kahina, wants to take. Nowhere close. Guess we could just sort of wait until it goes away, if it ever does. That the plan? Like I said, Kahina can teleport over there, but she is the only one who can do anything like that right now. I could probably teleport somebody through it. Well, pull us back over to that map real quick. Oh, no. Uh, Nell's got an idea, guys. There you go. Door down here in the southeastern corner. Yeah. This is, And you are stuck up in this northern room. He threw this rainbow wall alongside like as an extension of the hallway that leads in all the way up to the northern wall filling the whole area these are and yeah, down to the south there would be two nooks of small changing areas 
you all should be able to see the entire map. Yeah. Like, you have the dynamic lighting, but you should be able to see the whole map. So, I know roughly about how thick these walls are. Not terribly. They're interior walls in an old bathhouse. So, I'm, I'm going to come back over around the corner and say, why don't we just go through the wall over here? Away from that. The regular wall, not the fancy rainbow wall. The stone wall. And uh, Just run at it really after saying that, I would I would run over at the wall and try and break it down. <laughs> after saying that, he does run at the wall really hard. Just go ahead first; it'll it'll work fine. I mean, I'm wearing full plated. It's just, <laughs> I have a helmet. Um, I guess it's real a strength check. Well, I try to just like bull rush the wall, the stone wall. Obviously, not I with mean, my face, but I'm gonna like try and. Uh, rush into it, yeah. Please uh, wait a moment. We are currently stuck in here for an unforeseeable time, and Nell will try and get out. Because I would imagine right. it's not a super sturdy wall. This place is kind of abandoned. Yeah, if you want to make a strength check to actually just try to run at the wall and bust it down. 15. Fairly you, standard. You slam into the wall. It's not it's much happens. Your wall, it's not particularly solid, but uh, with a plus four, then I mean this would definitely be like a solid take twenty situation. Yeah. You try a couple of times and use your armor to sort of buttress yourself and put your pauldron in as hard as you can, and eventually you do smash yeah, through. The roll is just me running at the wall. Yeah. The only. Probably <laughs> inch and a half, inch thick stone interior wall here. It's not even, like, flat, solid stone. It's almost like a reinforced stone stucco, basically. You smash through into the entryway, leaving a Nell-shaped full-plate hole. Then I will calmly walk over to the door, rubbing my now-sore shoulder. And as you open it up, you would see a face... That would realistically be somebody you would recognize. Uh, who was in charge of the operation to secure the bathhouse? Me. Was that you? That's what I thought. So you would definitely recognize this. Let's uh, let's go ahead and say this dude's name is Anki. Anki Sarid. And he is a Kadiran that would have been one of your loyal followers for quite some time. Uh, one that you would have trusted with maining up this operation here to actually secure this. One who does have some decent experience and know-how. Ah! Big salute. Uh, Sir Stalwart. Get in here. And he <laughs> comes in and you close the door. We heard something. Well, casting combat, perhaps? As far um, as any of our reports have told, nobody has discerned this location. Did something happen, Sir Stalwart? I'm gonna yell over to Baylor. What's his name? He won't hear the sigh, but I will sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make the point that he is in fact sighing. <sighs> and I will get up and head through the Nell-sized hole, which I. Nell in full plate can get through it. I can get through it just fine. Yes, <laughs> Everyone can, else can fit. Wizard, man. Nell can get through. Everyone can get through. And come around be like, 
was an invasion by teleport from a very powerful caster. Ah. Well, my apologies, lords. I do now know what to say. We have been keeping the operation going, and we did not have any reason to suspect someone had seen through or setups or had any reason to suspect this building was still occupied. Uh, perhaps we got too close. Yeah, perhaps we made some mistake. With the magic at his disposal, there's no telling what happened. I doubt it was your fault. Yes, yeah, something of this caliber is not something that I would expect to be able to be fended off that easily. And thank you, Nods. Still. If anyone has found this location through espionage, magical or mundane, falls on my shoulders. I'm sorry. We'll do better. It is not your fault. But we will need to not stay here. I appreciate your words, Sir Stalwart. But if they were able to find this location, I fear there is nothing more in Zimar we could hold more secure than this. I doubt we could do better. If this wizard could find you here, he can find you again. He's right. There's no point in moving. If he's coming back, he's coming back. This wizard from Zimar. Is he one of the general's agents, one of their casters, their mages from the castle? One of the clerics from the church, perhaps? Of Linkus's men? Something far beyond all of that. Then, as far as we can tell, Zimar is still blind to your presence. Uh, I'll just nod. We will report back with any further disturbances, or, of course, if we notice anything else. Again, this falls on me. I do not know how I could have prevented it, but I can learn. The only way to prevent something like this is clerics and divine magic. It's, this is above what we were ready for. And thank you, nods again. And with another quick salute. Uh, and I return to my duties. There's much to manage, much to organize. Of course. You have the true heart of Taldor behind you, Sir Stalwart, and you, Sir Lanmus. And he turns back to the door and leaves. But we'll go ahead and just use Inky for any time we need to interact with, yeah. our, with our followers. That'll be the main, like, follower. Inky contact. is the heroism followers. Yeah, Inky, Sarid, you can speak of the kind of the main head of operations for the group of you. Because, I mean, you all work together. You may have gotten your followers from different places, and they may have different skill sets. But they all work for you and together to do whatever it is you need them to do. So Inky, Sarid will just be the, the leader whenever we need one for reasons. And with him cool. departing... The wall of shimmering colors still very much intact. Oh. I suppose we could take our midstream break here. That would be nice.
Ricky checking in and there's still a giant rainbow shimmering wall across the side of the room. Nell just and a permanent fixture now. Nell and Phaelor are returning. Yeah, you can just bull rush other people into the wall next time you get into a fight in here. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm guessing I would have a general idea of how long it lasts, and the answer is yes. That's a permanent fixture. There are a wide variety of wall spells, and for Panavar to be powerful enough to cast the kind of magic he does just offhand, this wall is going to be here for hours. And uh, don't touch it! It's bad. So, as Nell and Baylor return to the main body of the bathhouse, the abandoned pool, what happens? Through the Nell-shaped hole in the wall. We still have to go get Jareth. We have to finish what we started. As disheartening as this might be, it's over for the moment. Should probably check in with Zaylar too, with all the info we got now. We need to recover from this. We need to check in with Zaylar. We need to recover Nell's equipment. And keep moving forward like a fairly sturdy plan for the getting in the castle with the blueprints and tracks can we not if that's our next objective yes we're not supposed to do anything until we speak to Zaylar well yeah, I mean what? after we speak to Zaylar but we still for Jared but yes we can speak to J uh... what if she tells us to leave well, then we go kick Jareth directly between the legs, get my stuff back, and leave. There's still the option of also giving this information to the Archbanker. This is true. I do not think that would be a terrible idea, I just don't know the timing. We should probably talk to our contact first. I feel like the contact is first priority, yeah. Zaylar or Jareth, either one. But definitely them before the Archbanker. So, uh... Sounds like Ascending is being cast. Yep. Either with Baylor's own magic or the wand, you have like 47 charges on the sending wand. I don't prep sending anymore because I have a... Uh... 47 charges on a sending wand. Well, also I have... I'm forgetting the name of the spell. Telepathic bond. They're both... Is that they're both over that kind well, of no, range? Well, no, they're both school spells for me. So I was uh, I was putting sending in my school spell slide. I see. And uh, I got another school spell. Sending is in the wood school? <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> what for what possible connection does sending have with trees? Because when you got a full forest, it's a full connection because all the roots touch each other. You can reach from one side of the forest to the other. Like Avatar and right there. Shut up, giving me that <laughs> look. <laughs> Shut he up your expression. He just learned it. 
I, I guess. Like, <laughs> hey, I found a way to justify it. It's in there, it. so clearly you're right. So, but okay. So you pull out the sending wand. Do you know what you want to tell her? Ow, help, please. Help, help. <laughs> oh, I mean, Need extraction I'll... now, dying. <sighs> I will more tell her just... <sighs> we have found more evidence... Need on, to meet up. Is this the is this the thing you're sending? Is this? Well, I I just the oh, general. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the the general thing I want to say is we found one more piece of evidence and probably be a good idea to meet up to share it all. Is everybody good with that? Yep. It might be a little difficult getting in and out of the city. But we're gonna have to teleport again. Yeah, <laughs> uh. he's good at this. He's got the kicks worked out now. Don't worry. What's a lot the, shorter what, range. How bad <laughs> can it possibly go? Like, like you can't possibly screw up three times in a row. That'd be ridiculous. But Kahina could get us out of the city, right? Kahina could actually like dimension door you outside the walls and back in because I have the standard and the and the cloak. So yeah, with your because dimension door's range is in the hundreds of feet. It's on like eight something. Yeah, it's a pretty good amount, and we stand close enough to a wall of the city. Yeah, from which even from where you're at, from where you are, you could dimension door out to the road that runs through the farms and fields outside Zimar's northern gate. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. That only looks semi-suspicious. Yes pretty far yeah it's pretty far and then if you get there you can dimension door back in and if people see you dimension door back in it doesn't matter because they don't know where you went so like hey was there a group of five people there literally a second ago Oof. with this short range you can in fact dimension poof so you if this is what you want to say you ready the sending wand you spend the 10 minutes Performing the incantation and coaxing the magic out of this with your own power. And in exactly 25 words or less. Like, you... like too much too much to say over sending. Let's meet in person. We got more stuff. But, you know, a lot, lot more formally than that. A <laughs> lot more formally than that with a little general indication of what she has. I agree with this plan. We have much to discuss in light of your recent discoveries. Panamona, Windmill Ill. Tomorrow afternoon. And I will relay that to everyone here. I guess you should do that again to figure out the details. I mean, do we need that much more details? Uh, we gotta, like... How are we gonna meet? Panamona Windmill Inn tomorrow afternoon. Windmill Inn's the place that you met, uh, Syracus. 
Okay. You know, you have the ID cards okay. In the first I, place. I forgot like, that that was. No, are you asking where, like, yeah. what does this mean? No, you know yeah. where this I, is. I was this like, is... What? Yeah. Oh, where in the city? Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know no. what that means. Like, no, no, it's the end we met at. <laughs> okay, that that makes way more sense. The one you used for your previous Lion Blade I, meeting. I yeah. was like, where? What? Why? That tells me nothing. Tells us everything. Tells you guys right. everything. I forgot the name of the place. <laughs> Which Somebody put Tayamalan's bag in the Tayamalan's body in the bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me this bag. This is the first thing you want to put in it. Oh, <laughs> good God! So, real quick, while we're uh, discussing how we're gonna wrap up for the rest of the afternoon here and prepare our things, I did say last time because I didn't I didn't want to stop and have two hours of a shopping episode. Uh, in the middle, that I would let you retroactively buy things from Yonmas. So, you had a pretty big pile of gold. Uh, let's just, for the posterity of everyone, and because I forgot until you just mentioned the new thing you had, let's but go But we around. also just jumped right in. We yeah. did. It, it kind of went right in. I, I wanted to go directly into the Panavar thing, because it was kind of a big thing. It segued out of the recap video real well. But, uh, we'll go around. Baylor, what new stuff did you pick up from Yonmas? We're red cutting a bit. Well, I got a belt because I'd been holding my pants up by myself for 11 levels. <laughs> what kind of belt, Baylor? Yeah, so. Oh, it's, 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 it's a shiny black one. It's, don't worry. What's it called? It designs. An infernal who cord. Names, who names their belts? Gosh, what do you mean, what's it called? It's called an infernal cord. Don't worry about it. It don't feels nice. Google it. It's, it's, it's a plus two con belt that if I get hit real hard, it starts healing me. It's very nice. Nobody else in this party needs to touch it. <laughs> Ever. Oh, you know, that's or a really nice... Ah, or God. think about it or acknowledge the belt's existence. Do not look directly at the belt. You guys remember... <laughs> you guys remember that orb and how it made me feel bad on my inside parts. Well, some of you might feel bad on your inside parts if you try to put this belt on. You put on the thing called an infernal cord. You might have a bad time. Uh, anything else? Uh, got a, an efficient quiver, which I put some rods and my wands, and I'm also carrying around the staff of healing now. Okay. Because it can go in there without taking up any more weight. And like I was saying, we got for the party an actual bag of holding because like a type two bag of holding is what you picked up because yeah, you have been two. actually for 11 levels figgling through a minor bag of holding. <laughs> so now we have a type two bag of holding to actually hold things like Tamlon's corpse. Uh, no. Well, I'll give everyone a wild guess what I got. Is it Did plus you say plus two shield plus two armor? And I got a pair of half-used healing gloves now. Yep. So uh, yeah, those those we got those before. Those were something we'd covered last week. But you. But they were gonna be on Inori. Yeah. Oh, they, but they're they're on, on him now instead. instead. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So he had those instead of Inori. Yeah, because that did kind of come up. But I I honestly forgot which two people we put him on. But it was Dara and Inori. No, it was, I don't remember who it was on. But Nell has a pair now. Uh, he has Inori's pair. And yeah, plus two on the full plate. So actually not particularly concerned about getting his full plate back from Jareth anymore. Just kind of said, screw it and replaced it. As well as a plus two steel shield. So your boy's AC is back up to its previous, well, almost. Coriandus does a lot. It's almost back uh, up to its previous tights. My flat footed is 31. My AC is 35. So it's still, it's still, yeah, then defensive. 
puts you back up 38 to, and then full yeah. defense 41 so it's it's a it's around where it was Coriannis. it's a it's a little worse it, it's still. one higher is it higher is that one higher uh one above where Coriannis was actually because i also took a instead of armor training i took a thing that made it so that my full plate was just plus three more effective plus okay. two plus two dara <laughs> Uh, I ended up getting some. I'll, I'm the other person that got the first aid gloves. Um, oh, so it's you two that have the first aid gloves now. Okay. Yeah. I also have an efficient quiver now, and in addition to my uh, endless quiver. And then I got some, like, different kinds of bolts, like some holy bolts, but really I got some tangle foot bolts. And those are, like, the coolest. Just called tangle bolts, but yeah. Tangle bolts. Uh, not Dara. Bryn, the human that plays Dara, was incredibly excited to find out that Tanglefoot bags come in crossbow bolt form. <laughs> so, uh... Dara now has a lot of those loaded up in an efficient quiver as well. He was always trying to throw the bag. Now he can just shoot the bag. Now, yeah, as yeah. just part of his full attack, he can just shoot a Tanglefoot bag it's at so somebody. Cool. And it still does all the damage of a bolt. So, uh... At the low, low cost of like 250 gold a shot. Uh, Kina, did you get anything? I did. I got a, uh, I too got a pair of gloves, but they do something slightly different. I got a pair, I got gloves of bony power. Um, they are black gloves, uh, that are decorated with images of white bones. Um, and what I can do is once per day, I can create a spectral hand and roll a 1d4 and take that amount of uh, hit points from myself and instill it into the spectral hand and the spectral hand um, manifests as a ghostly skeleton and uh, can i can use it to either to uh, deliver a touch spell so i can either deliver inflict moderate wound spell or i can heal somebody um, okay so I can send a bony hand to like go heal a nori. 130 feet away. 130 yeah. feet away. Yeah, so what, basically, once once per day, you get a spooky healing hand that you can just use to to heal people without uh -huh. having to actually get oh, up no, no. in the middle. Well, no, 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 no. The, that's what the gloves are made for. Once per day, I can inflict cure uh, cure moderate wounds on myself or inflict moderate wounds on something else. The gloves main main thing is just to send the hand out to cure people. Hand is also yeah, that's it's yeah. a three minute spell. It's, it's a three minute spell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's not one heal spell per day, but like you can send out the spectral. Yeah, hand once per day. per day, I can do. Yeah, yeah you can do each thanks. of those things once per day. And then um, uh, the other thing I got was a ring of austere majesty, which is you uh, got a lot grants... of really specific objects. We literally yeah, didn't discuss at all whether you could find them. Well, they were all... Weren't they, like, easy to find, Baylor? I mean, that's up to him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this... What is the ring called? It's called the Ring of Astur Majesty. It basically gives me 18 seconds to talk to one of my party members and everybody around me. All they hear is me describing how pretty my ring is. When I get 18 seconds of plotting with like Baylor. Huh. Wait, I don't understand. What was it again? So it's literally, seconds. yeah, it's literally, you can lean, yeah, the ring I have no problem with. You literally lean in 
with the and talk about the ring and you use the ring's magic and it's for 18 seconds even you get to talk to whoever whoever mm -hmm. you're talking with and everybody else around you it sounds like you're just talking about the ring huh that's interesting and a thing that i've definitely never heard of I've never heard of it either. It's pretty neat two things we didn't discuss literally at all if there were a thing you could find, but that's cool. Uh, I mean, uh, so uh, you got those two things. Did you get any, is, uh, anything else? Nope, that was it. Okay, how about you, Anori? Uh, I got myself a, well, I was kind of sold on it, the Ring of Sustenance we were talking about earlier. Uh, it's sleeping for two hours a day. Weird, the guy who played Cornell for all of Strange Day, yeah. I was convinced you get a ring that means you don't have to sleep. <laughs> much a lot more effective you know you get you get your eight hours and two hours now so that's to cool. be fair i was also tempted to get one of those just because it's really really nice to have they are just a really like if you have if you have an open ring like you got ring of protection because it exists and you don't really sure. know what you want for your other ring a ring of sustenance is never the wrong answer like it's yeah so i had an open it's ring spot. it's pretty good yeah uh, well, that uh, I'm, I'm the, the proud owner of this new bag of holding I'm carrying for everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, with the dead body in it. With now with a Tam Lon in it. Uh, some odd, little odds and ends for spell casting and stuff, but the the, the big boy I, I got was I got myself some spell strike gloves because now three times a day, certain stipulations apply. I could spell strike a ranged spell. And that one we uh, we did talk about the the spell strike gloves because I recall the conversation you and Baylor had because he really wanted you to get a ring of sustenance and didn't really seem like he wanted you to get the spell strike gloves but they're so freaking cool. Well, out of character, I was making sure he understood what spells would work with them. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I mean, it was very I, I, I much an out of character discussion because yeah. we we had the inventory talk over the previous week. So these are all things the party now has that they bought during their two days in Yanmas and uh, in those markets up in Northern Taldor where they don't have to worry about Zimar's restrictions or their papers or anything. What? Also for the party, I got a couple potions and a scroll. I don't like the vagueness, Baylor. Why are you uh, hiding from me, Baylor? So, 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 some potions of Slipstream. Is that the weird flying one? No, that's... Uh, it's plus 10 movement speed on land, but then also... Uh, 20 foot swim speed. What's the one I'm thinking of? This like you can turn to a cloud and just fly around, but you can't fly accurately at all. But you wind walk. Is it wind walk? Cleric spell. The one he's like 60 miles an hour. He's like I'm a cloud and just yep. zoop through the sky. Yeah, wind that's walk. a no, six no. level cleric spell, I think. Slipstream. The important part is 20 foot swim speed, and I picked mm. up a scroll of water breathing. I wonder, hmm. I wonder what those assorted things are going to be for. I, I thought they might be useful, possibly here in the near future. I, you know. <laughs> with these blueprints you have that said there was a way to sneak into the castle via an underground well shaft. And with this no we have. Time. Yeah, with this yeah. individual who survived <laughs> the trip. Who did that? Just barely. <laughs> Just barely. Wow. Well, hey, if he had a 20-foot swim speed and the ability to breathe underwater, it would have went a lot better. <laughs> it would have been pretty easy, I imagine. Yeah, probably not very difficult at all. Okay, fair. Fair. So, again, these are all things they'd picked up while they were in Yonmas uh, the few days prior during the last week's stream that we didn't want to sit and do a whole inventory 
figure out whatever it wants to buy with this pile of money during the stream because that's lame so uh yeah everyone got some new things everyone's got some new abilities or access to you know just shooting tanglefoot bags <laughs> recreationally at everybody <laughs> from his new efficient clever but otherwise at this point it's barely even noon uh that day and zaylor wants to meet you tomorrow is there anything, like, do you even dare to leave your bathhouse and Zemar here today? Or are we just going to kind of hole up and hope nothing happens for an afternoon? Or what is the plan? I'm going to sit right down. Right there. I don't right have papers. There. I don't I don't have, there's a, there's a wall in here. I don't have papers. I'm going to. Oh. Yep. The yeah, last like part of what you said exploded, but uh, oh, I, got uh, the, I accidentally hit the mute thing. Oh, fair enough. I got the general indication that you're not <laughs> I'm, doing I'm anything. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna guard the hole I made in the wall. The thing is, no one spoke up. I imagine no one's really got any major plans or anything they want to do with the rest of the day. Uh, curl up in the world's comfiest blanket and cry. You did. Oh, you do still have the world's comfiest blanket, possibly the most valuable magical item we've recovered. <laughs> Later that afternoon, after about three full hours. In an instant, the rainbow prismatic wall would just flicker out of existence and be gone. Though it is still said that Kahina used the null-sized hole to go back and forth regardless, never trusting to walk across that general line nope. of the bathhouse ever never again. Never again. I would never walk across that again. What are you talking about? Everybody goes through the null-sized hole would. now. And no one wants I, to risk that it's... I was going to fix the hole tomorrow. No. No. The, hole is the new door. Dad's character. The hole is now a permanent remodel. No one wants to walk where the scary rainbow wall was, because Kahina, well, touched it, and everyone else saw what happened to Kahina. It is very clear that worship of Shaylin does not protect you from rainbows. <laughs> or maybe it usually does, but you know. When you're a heretic, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe this was Shaylin. Saying that, hey, oh, I, I don't really appreciate your style of worship. Also, Look, couldn't appreciate it freaking deities. Let's <laughs> pretend wow. to be Saren Ray. I mean, really. Sure, perhaps, that's all you did. Perhaps this is divine punishment of a sort for the deity you claim to worship. Who could ever, ever really say? But regardless, Kahina does not want to taste the rainbow anymore. And <laughs> never <laughs> again. <laughs> Nobody wants will, to go that way. I will never eat Skittles again. Oh. Just, you know, thanks. Taste thanks, the rainbow. Squid. Oh my god. Oh, and Kahina oh. loved sweets. They're so colorful and not anymore. <laughs> rainbow color. I think that that rainbow might have been laced with about 15 horses worth of acid. Probably, yeah. I would Literally. like to appreciate oh, that of the first five layers of pain, the only save you made was the one that basically doesn't do anything. <laughs> you failed no, on it's one crispy. suck really bad. Uh, anyway. Speaking of which, we should at least one time lesser restoration you. That would be nice. Probably not a terrible idea. Uh, do you have scrolls laying around? Has it, has it been a I... week yet, by the way? I believe it actually almost. Has, oh, it's close. Uh, like, I what, definitely have it written down. So if you're going out tomorrow, that uh, tomorrow afternoon to go meet with Zalar, the day after that, you could have okay. your next, your last leg of the blood removed. 
I do have that okay. date in here. Just, okay, interesting. Uh, I, we have one more scroll of lesser restoration that I can't fail to activate. Yeah, we'll go ahead and uh, D4 up some constitution. How would you like four constitution? Yes, Easy. please! Wow. Uh, that brings you up to uh, staggered damage. Oh, yeah. That, uh... That's true. Yeah. yeah, because then when you slept and you got the one point, you'd only have one point of con damage on you, which doesn't mechanically affect you because we found out that's how damage works. Well, I only uh, had minus five after everything. Oh, that's for... right. You saved one of them, actually. So, so yeah, yeah, that was that was perfect. That's... You'll be you'll be completely fine the next day. Nice. So, uh, other than that, you passed the afternoon probably somewhat reserved. I'd imagine relatively... I don't know if disappointed is the right word, but with a new perspective, maybe... On, Scared. At least, Agitated. At least what Baylor had been hoping to do at some point in the near future, vis-a-vis -vis murdering Panavar to death. We all kind of shell shocked right now. Yeah. Yeah. We we don't we rarely get beat. We got beat that that day. I feel that that's what that, how that statement doing. was wrong. That whole <laughs> well, statement well. was wrong. I feel like we need we need a morale boost. So yeah. let's go murder Jared. You know how every now and then. The pop-up shows up and it's just like survive. What? I, when you're playing a game and the pop-ups like just says survive, that's your objective is just survive. We didn't lose, we survived. Because he let us. Yeah, <laughs> well, we survived. Yeah, he didn't care enough to kill us. That's a good <laughs> thing at the moment. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take. We'll chalk that one up on the wind board. Right next to Jarrett didn't kill us either, and. uh yeah. Either time. We're technically all still alive. So, the next morning, you awaken to another fairly cool Lamashan day. It rarely even gets up into the 60s anymore. As fall starts to turn and the days start to get shorter, the nights start to get colder. You have a meeting to get to up in Panamona, which again is a decent distance away from Zimar. It's not, it, it's a, an outlying hamlet, but it's not a super close hamlet. And it takes, let me double, I always forget, I want to say it's like 12 miles from Zimar. Somewhere in that general vicinity. 15 miles northeast of Zimar. Which, good news, is the end of town that you're already on, the road that you can dimension door to from where you're from, uh, where you are right now. But it's going to take you some amount of walking to get there. We've got till the afternoon, so... Yeah, you've got until the afternoon. So, if you guys are just hoofing it with your feet, it's about a five-hour walk. Oh, my. You had horses last time. But if you dimension door out, you don't have horses. No, we had one horse last time. We mostly yep. walked it. That's actually true. You did all. You did pretty much trudge here for five hours previously, too. But it wasn't a round trip before. You just had to come in from Panamona. Now you're hoping to get out there and probably also get back. So, you... Better to sneak in at night. Cannot disagree with that. I definitely can. Anything you do at night's inherently more suspicious. But, I mean... I mean, if we get to a certain point, and then suddenly we all just disappear in the dark... Someone's had a little bit too much to drink tonight. So are we going with the plan to dimension door out to the road and then just walk Panamona from there? And your disguises, I assume, your normal disguises? Yep. 
We don't have your papers, but we're just kind of hoping that that's not going to come up now. I mean, I'm outside. Are the papers hey. really that important? What are you going to do? Let me see your papers. This is the woods. Get out of my face, guard. How bored are you? It's like the guy who pulls you over for like two over the speed limit. You're like, really? One of those days. You dimension door out. His papers. <laughs> okay. Can also look at the Jedi mind trick approach, I suppose. That's always valuable. Um, using either the cape or the banner, you teleport out and begin the long, fairly cold morning's walk out to Panamona and the windmill inn. You wouldn't get there until afternoon. Uh, probably about 1, 2 p.m., depending on what it was you set out in the morning and how much cold you were willing to deal with. And by that point, it would have at least warmed up with a gentle breeze blowing. It's been probably in the 50s. It's not super warm down here in the coast in late fall. You arrive back in to the windmill in Paparasso, tending his bar, looking no worse for the wear. And in the intermediate weeks since you'd been down here last, well, he at least seems fine, and he's in the same good spirit you saw him before. And a small gaggle of assorted farmers, travelers, and just merchants taking a break on their on their road. And as you wait for another hour or so, around, I'd say, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, Zaylar makes her entrance. No disguise or anything for her. Uh, but no uniform either. Just in a much more standard and plain suit of almost commoner's clothes. Uh, looking no poorer than the farmers who make their home here. She comes and sits and joins the rest of you at the table. And pulls out a little cricket that you would be relatively familiar with that you've seen at least a few times. One of those little clockwork crickets. <laughs> and places it down the table. And she smiles at the group of you. A gift from the Lady Martella. She is quite an interesting woman. A very surprisingly competent tinker. She has made many of these things. I understand none of them. So... It's been a few weeks in Zimar. How have you fared? Worse at the beginning, but then started getting along. You are all still alive. We have that. And you all seem to be in good health. As far as I can tell, anyway. We've recovered from the downfalls along the way. I see you have as well retained your disguises. This is impressive, to say the least. Many agents with much more training than you have are not able to keep a disguise or an identity effective for half as long. You have done well, make no mistake. And with these things, you have told me what they want. Have you brought this evidence with you, I assume? I'll nod and indicate to Inori who should have most of it in the bag. So. Present. Well, present, I assume. You're not going to pull Tamalon's dead body out of your bag. Yeah. But... Check no. this out. <laughs> Look at this! You want to see dead body? <laughs> hey, look, the knife was right here! But what you do have, uh, and she would say, uh, let me recount and see if I understand this all correctly. You have a knife 
which implicates, if not General Pizarius himself in a murder, his father. You have a log, a ledger of these false flag operations he has been running in neighboring Kadir to the south, and you have something. Something you have not yet explained. It's a letter that out of character I don't remember all the details on. It was basically a letter from signed from Pytherius about an assassination plot. Yes. To Eutropia. <laughs> or about Eutropia, rather. Yeah. And it also said something about if she will not be married. So apparently that was going to be a thing that he was going to do. That would be a thing that would be fair. Like, you would all know. That would be common knowledge that there had been plans for Pytherius to marry Eutropia. Uh, probably three to five years ago. Yes, it was... That would be like a big public thing that had happened. And the the plot to murder Eutropia was to murder her and try to place the suspicion on us specifically. Mm -hmm. So you hand her the half of a letter and she reads through this largely expressionless and silent for a minute as she studies its contents. Then she hands the letter back over to Inori and she takes a look at the ledger as well uh, and as well as the dagger uh, Tayamalon's murder weapon though there's not a ton that she can glean from that personally but as she spends some time poring over the ledgers and a letter as eventually she closes the book on the table she continues this this is damning I have to give you that uh It is really unfortunate that I am not at all surprised. Or I, as well as everyone else has, heard the rumors, I heard the plans, the, the whispers. A lot of the intelligence was pointing that way. And with the loss of all our agents in Zimar, again, I am not surprised. But it is a sad moment for Taldor. Sad moment for us all, to be certain. But, thanks in no small part to your efforts, we have conclusive evidence against Pazarius. His actions, ordering unlawful attacks on Talden settlements, murdering Talden citizens, threatening rivals trying to drag Taldor into an outright war, but Kadira again reigniting the fires. For reasons I can scarcely understand, this solidly and sadly constitutes treason. He is unfit for command and must be arrested before he causes more damage. This... This is a difficult time for us all. I've already done so much with the Lion Blades and so much for your country. But I must ask you one more task. You must what place would that be? The High Strategos under a formal arrest. We have a bit of an impasse here. There is no ruler. There is no crown. The Lion Blades 
as an operation, exist in the fringes of law, the fringes of official scripture and statute. That is our purpose. That is why we were formed. That is how we are able to keep the nation safe. If we had a leash, a lead, if we had to bend to the common law and the word of kings, we would be as useless. And exactly these situations are what we were built to defend against. But it is true that at the moment, no man or woman in this nation has higher legal standing and power than General Pisarius. We do not, strictly speaking, have a legal backing on which to move against him. We can place him under arrest under the interest of the nation, under suspicion of the treason that he is surely committing, but we have no crown and no government to back us. And if he is the man he seems to be, based on his books and his letter, he may refute it. In fact, I'm near certain he will. If the situation demands it, you are authorized to kill him. But if there is any semblance of a decent man left inside him, I hope you can persuade him to stand down. If your disguises have held up so far, you have good cover in the city. I am a known quantity. I will be noticed and seen. And all of my agents previously operating in ZMR. Their absence is the reason you are stationed there in the first place. I am afraid... If you will bear this burden, it falls on your shoulders. That's a pretty big ask, Zalar. I mean, this guy is fortified, the people love him, and we're just gonna walk in and try to arrest him? Boy, I don't know. The merits and the specifications of this operation, I leave to you, the five of you. You are trained agents of the Lion Blades now, and you have proved it a dozen times over with your actions in the city of Zimar. And your successes so far, just in recovering this evidence, and your very survival. I would strongly recommend against walking up to the drawbridge of Abadar's Pillar and asking him to stand down. As surely as anything, this will end in your arrest, not his. We were pulled aside by the Archbanker at one point and asked to leave the city and stop all this. Nick is drunk. I know of him. When we told him we had evidence of wrongdoing, he asked to see it, though we had little at the time. Do you think if we brought what we have now to him, he may be talked into standing down? Forgive me for my cynicism, but after years and decades of doing what I do, I have long since lost sight of the light in Abadar's churches. As I said, what we do is supported by the intentions of our very organization's existence, but little beyond that. 
is the word of law. In technicality, which seems to be all many of Abadar's faithful care for, lies in fight Zarius's favor. I would hope this Drought can see reason, but again, I know him. And I do doubt it. If anything, this Not warning a man of honor, then. may only serve to aid him in fortifying the castle's defenses with his own support and magic from the church. Oh. You have spoken with the man. Clearly, you know of him. And you had a meeting. I do not know how well you really know of him or how your discussion went. Or what Gaina terms. punched him, so probably not the greatest. He shrugs. Eh, I cannot blame her. He seemed more reasonable than I would have expected. Then perhaps, again, this operation has left your discretion. He also doesn't appear to be human. Now that is something I did not know. <laughs> I will regale the tale of him being a dragon that Baylor didn't know about, but I did. Yeah, you, because you was actually nailed to figure this out. I have heard of such things. <laughs> this is not far from a first. I have little dealings with the man or his rule. I only knew him. And now that I think back, he has been the arts banker for hundreds of years. I just never considered that was the means of his longevity. And there are others, of course. There are others fulfilling these similar roles throughout Taldor. Other bronze dragons running banks, but this now, given our current heading, is a concern. If n He kind of rubs her mouth a bit. I... I worry about this. So maybe we need to remove an archbanker as well. Regardless of your desires, you may very well have to regardless. I doubt he will stand aside. The man is fiercely loyal to the Pytherius family, to the city of Zimar, and to the world word of the laws. But Sir Landless... If, as you suspect, he may be convinced to see reason, that is a risk, of course, you may take if you believe it worth. Keeping a dragon from your path would certainly make things easier. Having a dragon on your side, very much more so. I also neglected to mention this before, but... We did find evidence that it was Killian Keen himself who sold out the rest of your agents. And this actually kind of gives her pause, and for a brief moment, her eyes falter downward, but only for a moment. And she doesn't linger, betray any obvious emotion. And she nods. It's understandable. Always the first suspect. Similar to a uh, domestic murder, it is always the wife. Well, it was under duress of torture, for what it's worth. Jareth has had his way with him for weeks. As these things usually are. The forces of my agents dispatched on a single sweep within the city with one survivor. 99 times out of 100, 
the survivor was the cause. Not want to believe it as I truly believed I could put my trust in Kilian, but again, it is not terribly surprising. We are not a hundred percent sure on his current whereabouts, but if he does make it back, I thought that would be information you would need to know. I want to prepare the five of you for the gravity of this task, if you will undertake it. Given the recent turmoil, General Pytherius does not leave Abadar's pillar. He has remained sequestered there for weeks, if not months. He does not attend meetings outside his own court. He does not travel to meet with any of the people of Taldor or any of the meetings in Opara, Casimir, or anywhere else abroad. Anyone who wishes to meet with Pyzarius has had to come to has had to come to him. He's paranoid. Why is it, why? Well, good reason, no? He's a guilty man. And True. given the light of your current task, it is not at all surprising he has gone to ground. But you will not be able to confront him outside the castle in any ways that I can see. What I am asking of you now may amount to no less than a full assault on Abadar's pillar. I hope it does not come to that, but I cannot deny this reality that it may. His guards are loyal to him more than their own families. His associates, his supporters, his diplomats, his envoys, all of them live and die for the man. And that may become very little in the coming days. His advisors would lay down their lives for him. He inspires a loyalty this nation has already seen. I want you all to understand. If you will accept this task, it may require you to lay low many of your fellow talents who have done no wrong for the greater good. Azarius must be stopped. I mean, if he's guilty, can't we just bring in an army or something and go after this guy? You just send five of us against this. And Have you forgotten force. his station? Yeah, he's the head of the army. The general commands the armies. Habadar's pillar is something Kadira in its entirety could not take down before. Which is why I it's... hope you will have more success. An army will not siege the pillar. It will not fall. A small team of trained infiltrators may find the crack in its defenses. This is the place for a scalpel, not a warhammer. Exactly, Salanis. So, this 
There's a lot to ask. Certainly more than your training could even have prepared you for. But I say with no hint, no hint of brevity or exaggeration. The fate of this, this nation may very well lie in your hands. If this is what Pytherius will do simply to get the crown, imagine what he will be capable of once he has it. Yeah, he has to be stopped. I can hope that whatever gods you pray to will understand what has to be done. Whatever it takes. Now, I can give you some advice. Some intelligence about the pillar itself. I, again, doubt you will ever engineer a situation in which Byzerius has left his castle as anything other than the new ruler of Daldor. And I also doubt that you will have any opportunity to gain audience with him to even ask him to stand down by simply walking up to the door and playing by law. I advise subtlety. Either magics, Sir Landless, you know much more of this than I, disguises, perhaps, engineer a way into the castle once inside the bulk of its defenses cannot easily be brought upon you even if you are discovered and again i need to know that you are prepared for what you very well very well may have to do once inside there are dozens of soldiers in that fortress with lives families children have done nothing wrong and you may have to slay all the same do you understand this cannot be something you take lightly if it's for the betterment of a nation and to prevent an outright war it is a necessary task as Sir Stalwart says, if Pizarius has his way and the war with Kadira is reignited, many, hundreds, tens of thousands more men and women with children and families will die with much more meaningless cause. The needs of the many, unfortunately, for them outweighs the needs of the few, and they happen to be in the wrong place, the wrong allegiance, at the wrong time. Now, I will tell you a few things we know of the fortress. You cannot enter it easily by magic. The whole of the building is warded. Floor to sky above, wall to wall, with the fences. Any attempt to teleport by any means inside the fortress without a proper glyph for each of you will find you teleported 
into the dungeons of the castle. <laughs> into oh, an anti-magic field where you will find yourselves unable to teleport back out. This will also raise an alarm. So, obviously, this is out of the question. Now, slightly more mundane. The walls and skies are watched and patrolled near constantly. They're simply flying in will be similarly impossible. And I would highly advise against any attempts to use invisibility as all the walls and floor-to-ceiling areas of the fortress are warded against that as well. Any entity inside its walls approaching or turning invisible will be highlighted and raise an alarm. We discovered a path in through the water. The well in the courtyard? Yep. I swam through it myself. That perhaps is a story I must hear another time. But this will get you to the courtyard, surely. Then what? Assault. That, that's a way in. From there, I suppose you could make our challenge. Pytherius, hopefully, he will see reason. And perhaps many lives can be saved. Not, I hope you are more than prepared to defend yourselves. We have information gathered about the guard patrols as well, taken from a group of monks. That will be very useful. You can strike at a time while Zigard is weak. During the night, perhaps, under cover of darkness, maybe in the center of the courtyard, you would have a chance to make your way in undetected. This, unfortunately, is the best plan so far. My only other suggestions, perhaps, would be a disguise. This would be difficult, as the ingress to the fortress is very strictly regulated. But posing as merchants, suppliers, uh, perhaps capturing the true craftsmen coming in to restock the kitchens and the larders would allow you to come inside largely unquestioned. And but, perhaps... But I still have one of the outfits from that that I, I wore. See, I don't back. see why you wouldn't. <laughs> you would have one, yeah, one of the, the kitchen outfits. Uh, or perhaps more bold... If you could acquire a set of guard or sentinels uniforms. The castle itself is patrolled almost exclusively by Pazarius's personal elite, the sentinels. Uh, you surely have seen them. They are the ones checking papers at the gates. The green, ar green armor is the falcon badges. Uh, not None of the standard guards are allowed inside. Uh, they work the cities and only their commanders come in when necessary to deliver news or reports. But it is not impossible that that would be a guys allowing you to sneak in with weapons and arms and so you may bulk at this with your renown and the task before you perhaps with proper planning simply walking up to the front door is not the worst idea getting arrested may be the safest way into the castle's walls Difficulty would be getting all the equipment in, but not each, impossible. Each of well, these options will have their own challenges, certainly. 
I have an idea, actually. If anyone feels like uh, playing a really dumb game, I have a fantastic idea that would get everyone in safely it's and not the equipment. time for games. It's no. not a game. What if four of us got arrested and one of us went in with the gear through the tunnel and brought the gear to the others in the tower where I assumedly was? Would that be any better than all of us just swimming through anyway? I did not see the advantage of not sending the whole team up to the Zizi well, but uh, because one, one man of us sneaking can swim through the safely. could certainly be easier to hide than five. It would just be safer for one of us to do it with the items Baylor has recently acquired. Well, I feel like uh, we have had problems before splitting the party. The concerns there is if the odd man out was captured and all of are confiscated and then the five of you are in the tower. Uh, perhaps if there was a backup plan in place, this is not a terrible beginning of an idea, but you would need to be prepared for the loss of the supplier and a contingency would need to be in place for all five of you being captured, certainly. Do you think Mylan Jareth could walk four others in the front door? Uh, Jareth is the spy master. I imagine he is certainly one with the credentials to enter the fortress at will. Alright, there's a plan. Fantastic. You could what? even go as far as to say maybe Mylan and one of his helpers. For sure. I'm sure their papers are still at the house even if they are no longer living we know that i can already take that form um look through the monastery for papers right didn't find any papers there not the, yeah, yeah she, she's talking about the, the yeah, house the water hill manor yeah. yeah i was trying to think i was like water i know you manor. searched the whole building for papers no no no, no. water hill manor it was, it was the monastery right I so you're talking about yeah going through his actual house yeah going through his house taking his papers and then what's her name's little goblin papers <laughs> Gnome papers, the rest of the assorted Rakshasa papers. The re mm -hmm. yeah. Pick a Raksha Rakshasa. The flavor of the week. And uh, she would nod. I had, You did tell her they were Rakshasa, right? I believe that's a thing that she knows. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, if that is an option, then perhaps. Uh, I have little news from inside the city. I'm un clear on the machinations of Gerard or the rest of his spies and well, really anything about Pazarius intelligence network. This is the main problem here. I have very little to go on. But this sounds as good a plan as any. So, we have options. Escorting under the guise of the Spymaster himself, infiltrating through the well, uh, or a lone man supplying the rest of the party under arrest in the towers. All of these with the various pros and cons. And again, this is not an operation to rush. Uh, Pizarius needs to be stopped, but this will do no one any good for you to fail. There is another side to this. You are only very 
loosely affiliated with the Lion Blades. You are not official members, not even proper official recruits, and we have to use that advantage as we can. If this operation were undertaken by Lion Blades proper, they were repelled, captured, or killed. I fear Azarius would twist that to his own advantage. Possibly give him the edge he needs to secure the throne. I do not want to continue to pile this on you, but with your plans, you seem to be invested, but it really has to be you. Well, now, if I'm going for Pytherius, I'm going for my own reasons, and he well knows it. As long as that does not distract you from the mission at hand. No. So, you have much to prepare for and much to plan, and if you walked here, as it looks, a long journey back to Zimar. You have the wand still, yes? Yes. If you have any further questions... Do not hesitate to reach out. I, of course, will aid you in any way I can. There is little I can do as far as manpower or supplies beyond that which I have already requisitioned for you, but I will head back to Opara after this meeting. I will see if there is anything my superiors can use to aid, but I fear we are stretched terribly thin as it is. I do not think we have anything we can send for any kind of assistance really but keep in contact keep me updated with your plans your schemes your times when you are ready to make the move let me know just nod i thank you for this and if all goes well or will everyone else look at the bright side you have a chance here and now to end this war for the crown that is what you wanted in the first place no so then I have a journey to prepare for myself, and we'll leave you to it. I have a drink with us first? We might not see you again. You may very well not. And I suppose, given the current situation, I cannot decline. And uh, she would motion to Paparasa or one of the servers to have them come over and order a fairly light wine for herself, but pay for whatever round of anything anybody else wanted. But supplies from Zimar, Panamona has a way better stock of drinks than it should for being in a tiny little <laughs> farming village because it is such a major stop on the road that it is in Zimar's best interests to keep the merchants and travelers coming through here very happy and very drunk. So it's a lot better than you would think it is. And there's a lot more variety than you would expect coming out of here. But is there, is there anything else, anyone, while you're having a drink? And she would, at that point, shift to uh, 
much more light-hearted conversation. Uh, nothing about your time in Zimar. Uh, things going on in Opara, how Yonmus has come around and how its supply lines have been reinvigorated. And how yeah, we've seen. Yeah, basically <laughs> restored the lifeblood of the entire Haven Prefecture up in the north. And uh, yeah, we were there like yesterday. Anything else other than what you guys are currently doing? But after uh, a little while, probably not terribly long, because if you're getting back to ZMR tonight, you gotta you gotta hike. She would nod and stand to the table. Well then, I'm glad to see your success so far, friends. And I can only hope that it will continue in the future. Best of luck to you. And amazing. Whatever gods may still have an eye turned to Daldor. Watch over your journeys. Be safe. And... We have quite the task. He leaves. The task, no. The task. Not quite. This is the mother of all tasks. We have quite a task. The task is Panavar. Well, what? we can put a pin in that one right now. That's why it's the task, because we have to not die to him anytime he decides to come and say hello. So what do we want to do? I'm a fan of the Jareth plan. I like the idea of killing Jareth. <laughs> that sums up. I Kahina want to kill Jareth. Oh my no, god. There's a purpose. Jareth. There's like 17 purposes at this point. <laughs> there's enough purpose, but one for using his. Oh, but you couldn't have said it any better. That was beautiful. I, for one, want to kill Jareth. How about the rest of you? I would like Jareth to not continue living. Any plan that involves that, I'm good with. I worry about going in as Jareth if Jareth is already there. That's why we killed him. How, how is he, he going to be there be if he's there. dead? We're going to impersonate him, I think. We're going to impersonate Jareth after we kill him. Like how Baylor became Tamalon. We have yeah. to get to him to kill him. Yes, he's probably in his house. He can't stay in. He can't get anything done. No, Dar has a good point. He could be hiding, like holding hands with Pytherius. And he could point. be. But I get the feeling he's, he's not. He's too cocky for that. True. But he's not stupid. We've been that. Especially that if Panavar showed up, maybe he's cleaning house and he's getting ready to run. So we should possibly hurry back so that we can kill him before he leaves. Because he already said Pytherius was a sinking ship. We can't just and rush in. We've lost to this guy like three times now. We've lost to him multiple times because he had multiple Roxasha which he no longer has because we've murdered them all. And we've murdered his big pool monster. He's got nothing left. No monks, no night hags, nothing. 
I just we've eliminated everything. Believe me, well, I agree with you. Well, it's one less night hag. You would definitely know that there one is a coven one... of night hags, and you there's killed a coven one of them. Night hags, but, but they're in Abadar's pillar, aren't they? They're in, they're in Abadar's pillar. They're not hanging out in his house. That's true. <laughs> It's, I'm just saying he's oh, always been a step ahead. Why don't, don't we play it safe, figure out his new pattern now that everything's gone to hell for him? Exactly how? But he is the We have master. eyes around the city. But he is the spy master and he had Nell captured and Nell escaped from the palace. So if he wanted control over Nell to be able to get information out of Nell, I would assume he is also at the Palace. No, he gave He me tortured me in the basement. He put me away when he figured out he wasn't going to get anything from me. Yeah, this torture room is in his house. In his house. He was given away afterwards. Yes, but did he not want to continue torturing you or did he completely give up? He gave up. He got rid of me. He gave me to the monk to get to take me to jail to keep me there idealistically but the monk had other plans and then we had other plans now we're here going back to have more other plans with Jareth I mean the worst that can happen we go to the houses and, and it's empty then we just swim to Ab Abadar's pillar find him kill him <laughs> it easy. So easy. <laughs> it's easy swim to Abadar's pillar and kill him guys come on I think he forgot like steps 3 through 94 and then 95 is Jareth so, at some points, unless you guys are planning on staying in Panamona tonight, which you, you could, but are you planning on heading back to Zemar or? I would like to head back to Zemar. That's kind of what I figured. You I guys wouldn't even would, uh, be opposed to heading to Waterhill Manor tonight. You oh. guys would begin the trek back to Zemar. Now, you're not going to get there until the, <clears throat> the sun's going to set like an hour before you even get back in range of the city. But once you get near, you cut off onto a bit of a side road, and with the second of Kahina's assorted dimension door activities, warp the grip of you back into the abandoned bathhouse. The range on that is pretty neat, it turns out. So. I mean, it's no regular teleport. <laughs> okay. She doesn't have to roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. It is no regular teleport. She doesn't have to roll to screw it up, Baylor. <laughs> Wait. All you, you have know. to do is tell the D100 that you're rolling for a teleport whenever you want a high number. That's all you got to do. What are you talking about right now? Anytime he rolls a D100, he just has to whisper to it, this is for a teleport, and it'll automatically be high. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds reasonable to me. So... Back in your bathhouse, you wanted to go to Waterhill Manor tonight. That is the thing I to I would propose the idea. If everybody's against it, I'm not gonna storm it myself. But I I mean I see no issue with trying. Or better prepared. Hopefully. You are better prepared. I mean, there's there's no. You definitely are. Better we prepared and prepared that, enough are different things. <laughs> you categorically are better prepared. Are We've you sufficiently closer. prepared? Don't know, but you're better prepared. Every encounter, we have gotten closer and closer to dealing with him. I and think we have what we need. We've taken away more of his advantages. 
We know right. where his traps are. We and we've decimated his numbers. So, Waterhill Manor. Waterhill Manor. So we cannot. It's actually. I did. I can't like show this to you guys on stream, but it's actually against the uh, the bylaws. It's in our two perception code that I wrote up for everyone that we can't go an episode of City in the Lion's Eye without going into the sewers. It's, oh, it's, okay. Yeah, it's just completely... I mean, unless you're walking to Waterhill Manor in the no, upscale see, part of no. town. It, it was starting to get kind of late, so we had to fit in the sewer clause in there somewhere, and we decided yeah, mm -hmm. it was a good opportunity. Of course. So, who wants... I want to do it. No, anybody but you. Oh, <laughs> anybody but me, all right. Anybody but no. Who wants to roll... It's, I. I haven't done it in a while. Remember, you got to whisper to it. This is a teleport. This is a teleport. <laughs> it doesn't work for me, only for me. <laughs> You're not a teleporter. That's why. You're a dimension. Because I don't have to roll for my teleport. Exactly. So that's a 31. So that's a 31. So. Samurai ogres. To put into perspective. And I've let the sewers kind of become a little mechanical with, like, letting you guys open roll for encounters and stuff. Because, uh, partially because I want you to feel the weight of the danger and the consequences of your indecisions. But I have it at a 30% chance to fight something in the sewers. That is a 31. So... You make it to Waterhill Manor without any further incident, as that is categorically not 30. I'm sure we heard some stuff on the way. You always do. I mean, the Undercity's not abandoned. Uh, every time you pass through, there's uh, various creatures that you either take slightly different paths to avoid, or uh, a lot of groups of smugglers or other criminals make their way through the Undercity, and it's not all sewers, too. You definitely go through some places that look like they could house all kinds of things you don't want to mess with, and if it looks bad enough, you usually just find a way around. You... It's pretty rare to make a journey without seeing anything. But it's nothing that's a huge major threat to you. Nothing causes problems. Yeah, nothing causes problems. And then you arrive in the crypts. The crypts underneath Waterhill Manor, underneath Jarrett's house. Once again. Now, this does not look like it has been in any way disturbed since the last time you were here. And, and dead monk bodies? Yeah, there dead are still bodies? two dead monks and a dead insectile humanoid lycanthrope laying in the middle of the room that are probably now just covered in lies and other not unpleasant filth because they've been here for at least a week now. It hasn't even been cleaned up. You continue onward through to the room where the giant snake used to be. Still laying dead in its pool. Yeah, I assume. Okay. And head upstairs. One spell I want to cast before we head up. Okay. 
which I'm gonna pull out the extend rod and ask for that special quiver that Dara has. My quiver? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Do sure. you not have a quiver? Yeah. But, uh, no, I know. Bam. I'll cast that same spell on it as before to hopefully help us get through these resistances Jareth has. And with that, you head upstairs? Do we do we still have a uh, your uh, spell to speak telepathically? Oh yeah, I can do that one too. Yeah. There's also definitely a thing that you could cast. With a telepathic bond, you all gain the ability to silently communicate with each other through telepathy. Fantastic. And, and upstairs. As you ascend the stairs up into Jarrett's kitchen in Waterhill Manor. It's... Tried to be stealthful a little? Yeah, yeah we're all we're a little bit sneaky here. You want to roll that hard 20 for my stealth check it's again? It's oddly quiet. Uh, there's... Well, what I started doing, because it was a really good idea, is instead of rolling your stealth checks for you, because I started doing that for like, because the secret check is like metagaming or whatever. It's literally impossible to not metagame when you see yourself roll a one on sneak checks. Um, even if it's not like, not like, even if it's like negative metagaming, where you try to overcompensate by just running into stuff to, to not metagame. It's like, going to affect what you're doing. Exactly. Whether you so, want it to or not. I've just started having secret checks like that. You just roll it when it becomes relevant. Is the thing that I'm going to do. So like, if there is something you need to sneak by, then you'd roll your stealth check. Like you are, because then then you still get to roll it. Because I don't like the agency taking of me rolling everything. Which side note is the thing I'm trying to figure out for second edition too. Because there's a lot of secret checks in second edition. But uh, the... well, there, there, there's also a little bit of meta to rolling it when it becomes relevant, because then you know when it's become relevant. I guess but... it depends on the situation. Like if you're. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really because relevance like you're already like when I mean you were committed to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, or when it, you'd get into a room where someone has a chance to notice you or something has a chance to notice you. Whatever. Anyway, you uh, you make it upstairs into the kitchen and the house is actually nearly silent. You've definitely never experienced here in Waterhill before, because you're pretty much always greeted by some kind of awful. And upstairs, you fan out in the kitchen a bit, with the door leading into the main hall to the entryway, and another off to the west, but you've actually never been up into the, the northwest corner of Jared's house. You gotta file out into the hallway through the way we already know. I would want to go back to what I would suppose is the room where I was tortured. That would Which be across would... the hall. Yeah. So, uh, I turned the fire sound off on, on, uh, Sirenscape, because I thought there was no fire, but his fire is actually enchanted, and his fireplace is always lit, so I guess I'll turn that back on. <laughs> so, as you come through, you go down into the main hallway. It's that big entry room. Uh, to the three-tiered living you've been in so many times before in the hallway leading out to the fountains. Across from the kitchen on the southern end of the hall are two small chambers, one of which, Nell, 
now has come out of when he was moved, which was the torture chamber. And as you open the door to that small room, this tiny, unseemly little closet on the side of the hall, it also looks, well, mostly the same with a few noticeable changes. All of Jarrett's various tools, his hooked blades, his assorted knives and instruments are gone. The room has also been cleaned up. And though it's still odd positioning of the furniture, there's just a, a pair of tables and an L in the corner right inside the door, and the one lone chair on the southern end of the room, now up against the wall in a corner. There's no real sign of the horrors that you had suffered in here previously. It just looks like an empty kind of storage room. Well, safe to say, I believe he has moved his housing. On the other small room on the southern end of the hall, looks like it is a small quarters for someone. It's a fairly posh bunk bed and stacks of books lining most of the walls and shelves, covering all kinds of subjects from magical theories, biographies of major wizards and sorcerers, to history, astrology, zoology, philosophy. It's surprisingly, I guess not really knowing Jareth, but it's all, it's like very highbrow. Uh, it's something that would probably be only of mild interest to Baylor and possibly a Nori, depending on how into actually learning about magic she is beyond the practical application of it. But, uh, nobody here either. As you continue to look around the house, you head upstairs to where the walls of what were, <coughs> what was once, uh, Jared's bedroom are still destroyed with a massive explosive trap he detonated when he tried to come up at him before and the rubble is still strewn about the upper floor. All the northern and southern rooms just lead into the best, into guest chambers. All empty. And Jarrett's bedroom as well, pretty much empty. As you head in now, you can see with the doorway swinging open where he had a wall safe hidden on the, uh, the southern end of the room. Empty. It does appear that Jareth has moved out. Not terribly surprising, seeing as he was missing about a quarter of his house. It did blow up a lot of the top floor. It did kind of explode. Seeing that he probably left, I, I, I'm going to literally shout out, Jareth, quit being a coward! Show yourself! If he's here, he's got to be here. He has to be here. Come on. He doesn't have to be here. He could Pan very well have came five to town. different mansions. Panavar could have called him back. No. He's a member of the Circle, Honori. Yes. If he's not here, if they've given up on Pytharius because they feel he's a lost cause, then they would have jumped ship. The Circle's more important to them. They'll find another way to try to rule Taldor. Well, a more important current issue is, is there a definitive way to find him? Do we have any like finding Siaren, is there a way to track a person? There are ways. I don't 
personally have access to any of them right now, and they won't necessarily work either. I'm literally going to punch the wall as hard as I can and lose control and accidentally cast Shocking Grass while I do it. So you just, uh, in, a, in an actual fit of rage, you punch a Shocking Grasp under the wall with a blast of electricity. Pretty good you know, Blasts away. That's a pretty high high roll, actually. Thirty three damage. And already blasts away a chunk of the wooden paneling on the southern end of Jared's bedroom. Uh, Search through down. the house for anything useful. Well, useful's relative. Well, it looks like he grabbed a lot that was particularly incriminating, or whatever was in his bedroom safe. He obviously didn't take the time and effort to move everything. Uh, the dining room is still stocked and very, very well furnished with an exquisite set of porcelain dishes and fantastic cutlery and things that would be valuable. There is a good amount of money he has left up here, but on kind of 11th level Pathfinder scale where you're selling incredibly powerful magical items at this point, incredibly exquisite dinnerware. It's, I mean, like 300, 400 gold, maybe like it doesn't, it's sure, but it's not, not really in the league up. of things you care. Yeah. It's, it's very nice, but he didn't bother to move it for much the same reason. You're not going to bother to take it. Uh, in looking through the, side room off that main hall looking through the the books there as you just search the house over the course of the next hour or two you do find one thing that is particularly noteworthy let me find it real quick Uh, you would find a ooh, spellcraft check for sure. Definitely a spellcraft check. You would definitely find find one of the books has a very strong RF conjuration, uh, bordering on overwhelming. And a thirty-five. The thirty-five that you'd be able to identify it. Uh, this book is. Actually, no, no text. Like, no text whatsoever. Uh, it is just runes and sigils throughout its surprisingly few pages. And uh, this tome here is a greater book of extended summoning. So, if you were to use this, cast any kind of a summon, you can use it like a metamagic rod. To put extend to spell on the summon, and this is a greater book of extended summoning, so I'm gonna be used on literally any summoning spell. Uh, Does this mean is, we can have a crazy psycho pump summon there? It is a greater book of lawful extended summoning, so <laughs> it can only be used to summon lawful. That's a lot of creatures. prefixes. Greater book of lawful extended summoning, magic. 
but uh you know that would be fairly valuable i mean just as a magical item you can flip that for like three grand but uh doesn't doesn't hurt yeah you couldn't use it on psychopomp specifically because they are fully neutral but otherwise the only other things of interest looking through his living room through that little three-tiered receiving area he has the hall where you'd fought the marai rakshasa and their huge pile of multicolored lasers up at the top on the western side where a lot of the windows overlook the outside of the street below there is a display case and that display case itself contains a ring giving off a pretty strong aura of abjuration oh boy go ahead and uh, just throw me one of them hot spell craft checks Thirty-three on that one. So this ring is particularly odd. It looks pretty dwarven in make, just because it is very wide and thick. But it's not crudely made at all. In fact, it is extremely intricate, and it has a single black faceted onyx on one face, and a symbol on either side of it. A flag of Taldor. And the eye of Erodine on the other. So this this must be very, very old. Uh, at the base of the ring is a second band studded with a very small diamond and pretty precisely engineered mechanisms inside the ring actually allow that lower band to rotate independently of the series of tiny clicks. It's a pretty easy to turn, but doesn't turn freely or accidentally on its own. It's it's a really strange looking piece that I'm actually pretty sure I have a picture of. Because we're on roll 20, and roll 20 does things that are neat. Uh, let me see if I can find Just it. Just good. Ah. Oh, oh. Roll 20, don't freeze on me. Trying to show cool pictures. No, 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 no. Stop it. Stop it. It gets very upset when I try to rearrange things in the journal. It doesn't like that. It pulls over here. It looks like, uh, this. Hypothetically. And all that stuff that you can see down there is fine because that's what you can identify for sure. Uh, you would know that the aura on this ring is actually several things. It's a multifaceted enchantment here. The onyx itself as well as the two engravings on either side of it contain latent magic and can be activated once per day to cast a spell. Uh, the Talden Flag can cast Hold Person, the Eye of Erodin can ca cast Prayer, and the Onyx can cast Stone Shape. So hey, you can fix that wall in the bathhouse if you want to. <laughs> um, and that second metal band on the bottom with a diamond also holds some magic. The diamond is tapered almost like an arrow pointing upwards towards the sigils, and if you align it with either the onyx, the symbol of Taldor, or the eye, it will give you a luck bonus on saving throws. Put it on the Talon flag, it'll give you a plus two luck bonus against enchantment spells. Put it with the eye of Erodin, it will protect you against any effect with the evil descriptor, and put it against the onyx, and it will protect you against earth and poison. Uh, but the ring is very precise, and it is a, it's a full round action to change where that diamond is aligned to make sure it's uh, 
it's connected properly. And the intricacies of this ring are not simply mechanical. There is definitely more beneath the surface here that you cannot yet quite unravel. Wow. This is another of War for the Crown's artifacts. Almost like I've heard that before. <laughs> it's also a ring, too. But this one is particularly interesting because its, its effects are pretty independent and can be used by anyone. So unlike a lot of the things so far, like Dignity's Barb or uh, Coriana's Blade, even the Envoy Ring, this band of the Crusaders Alliance here is pretty useful to anybody because you don't need any kind of magic yourself to activate the spells on the ring. Uh, anybody could gain the ability to cast Hold Person, Prayer, or Stone Shape once per day and would get a floating plus two luck bonus to all saves against, well, one of three fairly broad categories of effects. Who wants ring? Luck, you say? <laughs> I don't want anything that might have been on his fingers, so I'll take my name out of the hat. Well, it's not a display case. Still, tis. I don't have interest. Uh, say, Dara, you want to use magic? Uh... You want a ring with the Talton flag on it? Mm. Oh. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you sell a ring. Oh, <laughs> I I feel like I could make good use of this during the time periods of battle where I'm standing around just kind of. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, the other good thing is two of those three spells, prayer and stone shape, have no like scaling of any kind. Have no saves. They just do something. Prayer is just a 40-foot radius of plus, plus, one morale one. plus one morale bonus to pretty much everything to your allies and minus one morale bonus to pretty much everything for your enemies. There's no save. It's just like, poof, we're slightly better and you're slightly worse. And uh, stone shape does largely what it sounds. It lets you just reshape stone and stuff in front of you. Uh, hold person has a DC, and it is pretty low on this ring. It's it's 13. It's uh, Gotta hope they roll uh a one town. Ones but, are a uh, thing. Yeah, ones are a thing, and I mean, if you got nothing better to do, like uh, that would be more of a, of a now one. If you, like he said, if yeah, you got nothing better to do, be like old person, huh? It's pretty expensive. Well, it's a standard action to cast the spells. It's a full round oh, action standard. to change the luck alignment. Oh uh, right, it, it, even even with that, it's still pretty expensive. Yeah, like this is pretty much your turn to do one of these things. Well, but, uh, I can conveniently hold person, fear person. That's double CC. <laughs> Hold them and then fear them. It's just torture. They can't run no, away. No, no, really hold scared. that one. Fear that one. Use hold on that one. It fails. Fear them instead. Also the that. Fear them. It fails. Hold them instead. The backup plan. Yeah. I mean, fearing them first is probably going to give them the minus two, which makes them more likely to fail against the hold. That is true. That's, yeah, that's that is accurate. Thing. I mean, if no one else wants it, I, I would appreciate a plus two, two things. You don't have any kind of like a luck bonus on your saves, do you? So your saves nope. would actually be at, at Monk and Paladin status at this point. Yep. With Especially once you get Coriana's back. Like, you would just become a Hulk of saving throws. Because you already have 
your archetype giving you bravery but different against enchantment compulsion and now this gives you plus two luck more against enchantment so you're like i will not be controlled this is going to enchantment all the time i will make yep. all of these saves literally all day long yep i'm actually just going to go ahead and put a little note plus two against compulsions on everything well uh i have revealed that ring and the journal to everybody so you can consult uh, all the artifacts by the way should be in the journal where you guys can see them in the roll 20 journal on the right under magic artifacts so you should at any time be able to reference at least the base of what they do and you should have editor ability on all of them to add the things that triumphs unlock so it is as a place you could back them and at least look at the square one of what they do which is all the ring does for now so it's interesting that an item of such power and value, Jareth seemingly must have left in quite a hurry to have forgotten this. Or he just didn't know what he had. Also possible. He doesn't... I mean, Rakshasas have some innate magic, but he's not exactly a wizard. It's entirely these, possible he just had it as a relic. No and these aren't exactly easy things to figure out either. They are not, no. It is actually very possible that Jareth had no idea what the ring did. But otherwise, nothing of value seems to be left in Waterhill Manor. Unless you're carrying no, a bunch of dishes. No, I mean, bounty hunter type tracking people and stuff. There's no evidence of maybe an indication of where he might have gone. Trained spy master under the commander in chief of the generals, the entire nation's military. No, he didn't hey, leave a paper trail to where he's going. Just checking. If Plus there's like one seat. category of things he was very sure he was clearing yeah. out, it was anything that could be used to incriminate him or follow him. Like, None of Nell stuff's here. Um, Nell's. Did you even have like a backpack or anything, Nell? Um, he had beer and stuff in his pack. Not yeah, that I, I would say you're with me. Yeah, nothing you would have brought on an adventure to attack. Like you wouldn't brought your backpack with like your beer to Waterhill. I would say your full plate and your shield are here. They would have actually been in what was previously the torture room. Because you wouldn't have bothered the effort to transport those. Although that so, full plate is now categorically worse than your current full plate. I so think the shield like is the, still. I had the armored coat. The armored coat and the full, full plate, plate would both be there. The shield and the bag that I carried them in. Alright, that would all still have been in the torture room. Coriana's would not be there. Yeah. Nor Which would your the bag like, was rings, a magic item. capes, belts, any of that stuff. Yeah. Um. You would have the bag too, honestly. He, I don't. I don't know that he would have known it was a magic item because it's just a bag he, with armor in he it. He didn't care for what it did, regardless. He doesn't. <laughs> Guess wear who's armor, putting like. that right back on? So you do get some of your things back. All your like rings, your necklace, your belt, all that stuff's not there. Coriana's isn't there. All right. But Can you, you take get, his other boots a healing. Your boots wouldn't be there either. It would take it to stuff that was like light and easy. Clearly boots are light magical and easy. or some kind of effect. I mean, it was a pretty good effect, and I mean it's pretty obvious what they do. Yeah. Uh you wouldn't have bothered hauling a suit of full plate. 
or an armored coat, or a shield that's barely enchanted, or a bag that he doesn't care about. A bag that had. There's like a full plate armored bag, coat right? in it. Yeah, yeah, the armored coat in it, and uh, but still, it's fine. It's like as far as he does a minor bag of holding, and he didn't care. It is technically a minor bag of holding. Like, that's not inaccurate. Yeah, I know. That's why I said the words that yeah. I did. <laughs> I, I know. It's just like I wasn't really thinking about it until now, but that is very... Yeah. So, that... well, good and some bad here. You got to Waterhill Manor, and you've recovered some of Nell's equipment and got a couple of things of value or use. No Jareth. And no signs of Jareth. Clearly moved shop. And... There's about nothing to go on. Head back to the bathhouse. Yep, time to put our ears to the street and see what we can find. You make way back to the sewers and you drive at the uh, arrive at the bathhouse very, very late at night. At that point, and I'm sure that would be pretty much immediate go to sleep. Mm -hmm. As you arrive and rest for another night with the looming knowledge of what it is that you have to do. The next morning, not markedly different in any way. Although, for note, because Dara would certainly be tracking this, it is Lamashan 4th. And that is the day that you can get your last negative level removed by a cleric. You uh, you now qualify for a restoration spell. Who needs a cleric? You now qualify for Baylor to use magic device, a cleric <laughs> spell. You have a loaded 1k resto scroll? Yeah, because I tried to use it when uh, Vadrigan Paul... Gave me all those negative levels. All right. And I failed. And you failed and you swore on that day never again <laughs> will I fail to activate a freaking scroll. Well, no, I didn't just fail. I failed and then used my session reroll and failed again. Oh, that was the origin of your session rerolls literally don't do anything. Now, I remember that was where that came from. So you have that magic and. You can you fail that check now, Baylor? I cannot. This is a good hey. moment for you. You happy? <laughs> you proud of yourself? Plus twenty nine. Use magic device is a beautiful thing. So you would pull the magic out of the charge restoration scroll. That I guess it kind of worked out that you couldn't use it before. And as part of your morning preparations, after you're done readying your magic, you would purge that last negative level from Dara, and Dara is now back to tip top condition. I feel great. Thanks, Bartleby. <laughs> Thanks, Did Bob. you just say that? <laughs> I mean, that's where it came from. It so... was. It was. It was in the tower in the Palace of Birdsong. <laughs> Along with you know, thanks, like, Bartleby. I mean, you such... repose and speak with dead and those kind of scrolls. Hey, the Lothids have been pretty helpful so far. Realistically, they've given you a job <laughs> and then an entire county. And then an extra door needs to get out of the back of the bathhouse. So, Did we get that cricket from Zaylar? I think that that was just brought along and used yeah, while we... she talked. brought that, but I mean, if you had wanted it, she would give it to you. 
Now, I don't know how this thing works. You can have Zaylar's Cricket, yes. I feel like you have one of those already. Didn't Mark tell you you wanted some No, you said that last time, and she never did, no. Yeah, well, then Zaylar, well, I guess, if you wanted it, she would certainly have offered the Tiny Cricket. So uh, you could have the Tiny Cricket. You do have the ginormous Sneaky Bug the, with the active cloaking system that really never found a use for it, kind of it's huge. At this point, we'd be better off just throwing it at somebody. This <laughs> is a blunt yeah. instrument. Giant robot beetle. Now we have a tiny cricket to pilot our giant cricket. <laughs> it's advanced mech shooting. <laughs> so, at the dawn of this end of the week, this fire day, because it was out there, not twelve days. Screwed up. Oh, days after real day. Uh, what? What is the plan? What is the plan? We've got a hell of a task. Well, gotta find where Jareth went. We could try to do what we can to try to pursue him. We could also see about speaking with the Archbanker. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's such a good idea, though? Yep. You do? That all depends on the end result. Yep. Well, see, if the problem... If he agrees with us, it was a good idea. Yeah, if he doesn't, if he... it makes everything a million times worse. If he agrees worse. with us, it's a good idea. If he doesn't agree with us, you He's no longer get a to problem. kill a dragon. I've already killed two. This would be three. But I'm not as anxious in fighting another one, I guess. Maybe because this is a real one and the other ones weren't dragons. Regardless of that, <laughs> still a dragon. Drake. Well, this one's, according this one's... to you guys, they're all dragons, okay? It doesn't really matter. I'm right. just saying, going to this guy that we, do we trust him? Do we not trust him? Like, uh, raise the hands here. What are we thinking? I mean, I personally don't trust him, and I think if we go and we talk to him, then he's just going to warn Pytherius, but then that would prove to Dara that he's actually not a servant of Abadar, and then we can kill him. Big if there, but I like where your head's at. I, I'm not very trusting of him either. Just because everybody in this, this whole city is just... And then the... maybe if we can't impersonate... Uh, Mylan Jareth to get a meeting, then we can impersonate the Archbanker to get a meeting with Pytherius. Just take the aspect of a dragon, there's no big deal. Ta da! One way or another, I mean, we kill one of them and take their appearance. And if we have to disguise the rest of us as guards, what better way to get in there than being the Archbanker and a bunch of Sentinels of Abadar? We march right in the front door with our weapons. So do you want to go to the church? To the church. I you, could uh, try to sending to, to him. House of, you, you could wanna... try sending. That's yeah, sending to the archbanker. You, you are and familiar I, with him. Yeah, you, ask you can him, cast sending. Yeah, ask him if we may have an appointment with him today. Parlay, if you will. Uh, parlay. It's a fantastic choice of words. You don't need to do Zenobius all the time. Like. That's not Zenobius. This is Zenobius. Oh, fair. So. Parlay. 
Do you want to cast Ascending? No. Can't with Chief you right Chief or dropped? Is that, uh, is that the plan? If, if, if people are on board with it, I'm willing to give it a shot. Just ask him if we have evidence to bring to him, would he be willing to meet with us? Of course he would be able to, but the problem is literally everybody in this city has turned or on us or is loyal to Pytherius. So just thinking this guy is going to be different is crazy. He punched him in the face and he was still willing to let us walk out of there unscathed. <laughs> that is true. He seems to have a, an impressive <laughs> a level of restraint. Let's be honest here. Kahina's form is not tip-top. He might have just taken it and been like, uh, I mean, he's a dragon after all, right? Yeah, but he let that insult slide. I'm not crazy about this. I mean, but... Well, do you want to... Oh, it doesn't allow spell resistance. Dang, that's going to be really funny on a major spell resistance strike. Um, do you want to... Do you want, you want to do sending to, to the Archbanker? Is that it? Because like, it... What, are we, what are we doing? Thoughts? I say do it. Yep. Dara? Thinking? Uh, oh, sure. Is it, I, it did not work? Yeah, I didn't hear the yeah, yeah, you yeah. Said it before. Uh, yeah, I guess it didn't pick up the first time, but we heard well, the shore that time. It's like everybody but Inori, so. That's crazy. All right. Another 10 minute casting from the wand. You connect with the Archbanker's mind. You tell him. If we have evidence of the crimes of Maxilar Pytherius, would you be willing to meet with us? When and where? You would hear a response back. I'll dignify this with a fair answer. House of Gold, 2 p.m. this afternoon. You'll be allowed in. We have an appointment, everyone. Excellent. Don't let them dictate the meeting place. We well, have info on our terms. I would imagine that's what I wanted suggesting. to meet us in the church of all like i wild yes, turf, sure that's why we, we shouldn't do we want to reveal our own home turf no we find a neutral place something that we could maybe control or some kind the of the only neutral place advantage. in the entire city is that church the arch banker wandering through the street to some random warehouse is gonna just cause more attention than it does anything sound else. like a generally horrible idea but it also kind of sounds like to me I mean, that's that's a pretty all right cliffhanger for the next stream. We've got a task to bring the strongest and most supported man in Taldor to justice from inside his super castle, surrounded by legions of guards. And